What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Final Pick Podcast. I am your host, Zachary, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host to the side of me. What's up, guys? It's Ben. And today, we got a special guest on the podcast with us today. It is our good and close friend. Go and introduce yourself. What's going on, guys? My name is Danny, uh, fantasy football champion. You know, how's it going? Yeah, and we are here today, and we are going to be discussing some of our predictions for this upcoming NFL season. We'll be talking about teams we expect to make it to the playoffs, some teams that we expect to go ahead and win the Super Bowl, and we're also going to talk about some award predictions. So before we get into all that, we do want to start with a little bit of NBA news. Uh, recently, uh, recently as uh, this morning, uh, we were able to confirm that the second overall pick in this past NBA draft, Chet Holmgren, is going to miss the entire rookie season due to a, what is it, limb scrimp? As pronounced? It, was, it, was something, something, it was one of those muscles in the those ligaments in the foot. Yeah, in his foot, yeah. Yeah, so he's going to miss the entire season. He entered it playing against LeBron James in the Pro-Am game in Seattle. Coincidentally enough, Seattle hurting a OKC player. <laughs> uh, but he uh, hurt it in the Pro-Am game. He's going to miss the entire season, which is just unfortunate. I was excited to see how he's going to look next to Josh Giddy. Uh, but it, they have all those draft picks. It's going to make it a bit easier for them to potentially uh, – get a high draft pick again. I mean, imagine a potential uh, duo of Chet Holmgren and possibly Victor Wembanyama. That can be, that would be something. Yeah, to, be, to, be to be honest, though, if you think about it, it might have helped him. Yeah. It might have helped him get him getting injured. Like, he's going to be fine. And I don't want to – the one thing I hate about this shit is I those people that are saying, yo, Chet's not going to last in the NBA. He's going to be fucking injury prone because he's too small. No, it was a fucking foot injury. It was a foot injury. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. I'm already hearing it. It's annoying as fuck. Yeah, it was yeah. a really bizarre injury as is, so. It's rare. And I know yeah. it's, it lingers, but, like, dude, it, it had nothing to do with his size. Well, Also, he's going to kind of get uh, the Joel Embiid or the Ben Simmons treatment in a sense that he's going to be able to go through an entire NBA rookie season. He's not going to be on the floor, but he's going to be going through the entire season. He's going to be able to get into the weight room, learn stuff the NBA season. So when he actually steps on the floor, it's going to be a lot more advanced for someone who's going to be on the floor for the very first time. I think he'll be fine in the long run. Uh, but I do kind of wonder, like this is something I've been thinking about, if it's going to be another quote-unquote wasted season for OKC, I kind of wonder what the future is for Shea, just because how good he is at this moment. Yes, he's still very young, but I'm sure he wants to compete. He doesn't want these early years of his career to be wasted. He's too good of a player to kind of be, you know, playing first half of the season, then being out the rest of the season with injury. Like he has the past couple of years. Yeah. I, I just wonder if, I'm not going to say they're going to shop them, but I feel like a team could get them if the price is right. Yeah, a couple of first-round draft picks they could probably offer and build their future even better. Yeah. A, team can get, a team can get who? Shea. Shea. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see him staying there. I feel like Giddy's going to be their guard. But I think at he the same time, a trade, for sure. They, just, they did just give him the, the five-year deal, the the max, right? Fairly recently. I mean, I'd love to yeah. see. I, I was excited to see the tree of, of Shea, Giddy, and Chet. But I mean, hopefully we will in the future. But if I'm Shea, I'd be kind of like impatient there at this time. Uh, yeah. Some more NBA news, though. Uh, we also uh, have Kevin Durant off the market. Kevin Durant is not going to be traded. Don't get too much into it. He bashed his head coach and GM. Uh, but they're staying. He's staying. I don't necessarily think it's over. But it is going to be over at least for the next few weeks or months. It's okay. over. It's yeah. over, Zach. It's over. It, it's over, Zach. It's, it's over, Zach. It's over. It's not going to be over. 
in February, he could be on the market again. There's right. there's going to be a lot of toxicity. They're going to be a good team, though. They're going to be, be a good team. They'll be they got good. Royce O'Neal, they got TJ Warren added to that roster. They're going to be a very good team. And Ben Simmons is actually going to touch a court, so that's always great. They'll but, be uh, good, but good isn't enough. I have a them. I have a question for you guys. Yeah, Do you no. think they'll go bullshit? Hmm? Do you like think for like the, like the, the tra- like him requesting a trade? Do you think it was all bullshit? No, not at all. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they were going around asking for fucking their firstborn child in cities. Well, yeah, what, I don't. What are you asking? You asking were the Nets ever actually want to trade him or was Keaton? I, I mean, from what I got, the Celtics offered him what they could offer him, which is Jalen Brown and uh, other a bunch of other shit, which is more which than was fair. A great offer, yeah. yeah. And they still said, "Yeah, maybe if you threw in Marcus Smart." Like yeah. they're just if like they just kept going. I don't feel like they're ever going to trade him. I mean, it was Jalen Brown, Derek White in a first. I mean, if the Celtics really wanted him, you got to throw all the picks, right? Even though Jalen Brown's a great player, it is Kevin Durant. You got to throw all the picks. I would offer Brown uh, and Robert Williams. That was a take that I was. Yeah, taking. Robert Williams, Marcus Smart, uh, apparently were off the off the table. The, like they the Nets would have won that. Jalen Brown though. wasn't. That's what blows my mind. But but I mean, well, you got to give someone to get someone, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day. I mean, let's see how the Nets do. I'm not saying that he I, – I, I think right now I'd still be kind of shocked if he finishes all four years in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he's not going to be there for another year or two, but I'd be kind of shocked because it's kind of hard to go back to a locker room, especially because is Kyrie going to be there after next year? I think he's going to L.A., especially after the trade they made. I mean, they're going to have $30 million in cash space next offseason. If he goes to L.A., Katie's not staying there next year. If they win – if they win – like I'm not saying win the championship. They if, they, if they go far in the playoffs, they ain't going nowhere. No, yeah, it's just the whole. Trust I hope issue Kyrie. Right now. Yeah, I hope Kyrie plays more than sixty games. That was some bullshit. If Kyrie plays more than sixty games, they got a fucking squad. Kyrie and Katie's got more than sixty games. I mean, yeah, but Katie's injury problem. That's not anything he's choosing to do. Kyrie's like in his contract, he wanted to only play like sixty games. That's yeah, true, but Kyrie does have his fair share of injuries. Yeah, but the guys. All right, never mind. Let's just next thing. Patrick Beverly. Let's go. <laughs> well, the Jazz finally did make a big trade. They traded away their veteran guard, you know, you know, uh, Patrick Beverly. Maybe not the guard we wanted at the trade. Uh, that <laughs> might happen sooner than later. But they traded away Patrick Beverly to the Los Angeles Lakers. We know that Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook are pretty good friends out there on the basketball court, to say the least. Definitely don't have their fair share of uh, beef with each other. <laughs> I'll tell you what, dude. Good thing we had a great NFL offseason because this NBA offseason was fucking caca shmeel, dude. Yeah. It was yes, so it fucking was. bad. We're looking for KD that. trades, Kyrie trades. What do we get? DeJounte Murray and fucking Kevin Herter. Yeah. You know, if KD doesn't request that trade, I bet there's so much action to happen in the NBA offseason, but it put everything to a complete stalemate, right? Nothing happened because of the KD trade. But I still think that middle trade is going to happen sooner or later, so that can kind of help save the offseason in a sense. Maybe stuff will start getting rolling. But uh, not of a Mitchell trade, I I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't think it's gonna be weird enough, I don't think it's gonna be one of, by one of those teams that's expected to. Like they've seen the Knicks a bunch. You've seen a, a bunch of the Heat. You, I, I think it's gonna be a team that's just gonna happen. And maybe I know like Donovan, Spurs maybe or something it, like that. I see that like too many times team. where it's just a random team just at because you saw Danny Ainge said he likes two offers. I have a feeling it's one of those that's not on the list and it's mm-hmm. just gonna happen randomly one day. Like the Hornets and Wizards. And yeah, that shit always happens. Like, I could see a Wizard deal with him and Beal. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but I'm going to be completely honest. Now, I don't understand this trade for the for the Pacers there to do it. 
but there's been a lot of smoke around it. If the Pacers do trade Miles Turner and Buddy Heald for Westbrook, I I like that starting lineup of uh, Beverly, Heald, LeBron, Aiden, no shot. Did you just say there's Beverly no. starting? Beverly started last year for Westbrook starting. I'm fucking sick of hearing No, him. no, no. He was saying but in a via trade. He was saying via trade it was Miles Turner and who? And Buddy Heald. And Buddy Heald. The Pacers have no reason to do that. They don't, yeah, no, but, it, but when there's smoke, there's fire, and that's been circling. That's not true, though. There's smoke blown everywhere. It doesn't mean anything's going to happen. You you believed that the, the smoke was that Andrew Lux stayed for 12 years. Hey. <laughs> <Didn't>. that, that's <laughs> a wrong blow. Fire came out of nowhere, but am I right, though? Well, it, it, there's, there's a lot of talk about Westbrook trade. Even a, a Lakers reporter earlier today said that uh, Beverly trade most likely means a Westbrook trade might be happening sooner and the Pacers are the one team that gets constantly mentioned over and over them them and the yeah, Jazz because, surprisingly yeah and the Jazz just traded with them it's not likely that to happen yeah because it's role players that are on the trade block but the Pacers have zero fucking reason to trade two solid uh role players for Russell fucking Westbrook like I'm not saying Russell Westbrook's not good anymore I I, I believe in him but the Pacers have zero reason to do that. They're they have Halliburton. They're in rebuild mode. They're getting the young pieces. Why the fuck would you mess that up with Russell Westbrook? If you yeah. want to trade turn, you want to trade heel, get picks for him. There's no reason to do that. Like I mentioned, I wouldn't make the trade for Spacers. I said that right when I said at the beginning. But that's been constantly talked about a lot so far in the offseason, especially in the past week. And like I say, hypothetically, if they make that trade, someone like I'm not buying the Lakers at all. I'd start to buy it because I think that team fits very well together. Yeah, they would, but yeah, again, I can't see it happening. But yeah, I agree with you. If, if Heald and Turner was added to that, taking away Westbrook, it'd be a very solid team on the, on the court. Yeah, you had guys like that with LeBron James, it helps build them even better, helps them facilitate the ball easier at the five that can shoot. So, yeah, I agree. That would be nice for the Lakers. But again, when you see these reports, it's all these fucking Lakers fans and all the oh, yeah. all the Lakers reporters. That's all it is. There's it's so it's so biased. But we're getting Katie and LeBron. The, <laughs> the Lakers are thinking they're getting Donovan Mitchell also. Yeah. Oh, shocker. That's uh, <laughs> not happening unless they're trading AD, which would be stupid. Yeah, no. No, no, that ain't happening. Yeah. But I think that's enough for basketball talk. Uh, let's get to the point of the discussion. Juicy stuff. Uh, the uh, NFL season. We got uh, exactly two weeks from today, I believe, is going to be the first NFL regular season game. We've got a couple of preseason games going on right now. But let's get into the prediction times. Uh let's go ahead and start with uh do you guys want to start with the AFC or the NFC? Let's do well no let's do I'd say let's do awards first. You want to do awards first? We can do, awards, do first. awards first. Yeah awards right. first. Uh and should we start at the top or should we start at the bottom? Like one of the more least important. Man, you started Zach and I'll follow your lead. Let's just start with you, wherever you All right, you know what? People want to hear MVP. So let's start with the MVP. Okay. So I feel like this MVP choice for me is going to be similar to how I feel about Luca for the NBA. Um, from now on, I'm going to keep saying Luca until this guy wins MVP. So I'm going to keep from now on. I'm saying Josh Allen is going to pick for Jesus MVP Christ. until he doesn't win it. Okay. He, that's I, I imagine Zach keeps going like this for six years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll we'll see. But I mean, Josh Allen, uh, he's got a lot of hype right now. I think the Bills are going to be very good this year. We'll find out how good. Just. Uh, in the next probably 30 minutes, how good are they going to be? But Josh Allen's one of the best QBs in the NFL, and I think that he's going to be on a high-powered offense. He's going to put a lot of stats. If he could just be more consistent this year mm-hmm. from what he was last year, 
he's he's going to be at the MVP race. So I'm going to go ahead and put him as my MVP favorite. Do you guys just want to do uh, our ones and then get to twos and threes? Okay. Yeah, honorable Danny, mentions. Danny, go ahead with your one. Well, my one, it's kind of like uh, not out of the ordinary, but, you know, you hear typically Justin Herbert, Josh Allen. My guy's actually Patrick Mahomes. You're talking about a guy that just lost a top five receiver in the league, and he's in the hardest division in football. And I believe that if he plays fantastic like he's done before and we've seen before, and he goes out here and he wins this division and gets maybe the one seed in the AFC, that's a story enough for itself to be like, okay, yeah, that's the MVP. He has the narrative, and for every year, you have stories that need to build for MVPs, and Patrick Mahomes has that story for sure. So, I don't hate on that. Um, you, you named my MVP pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Justin Herbert. I just okay. think that offense is insane. He's got the talent to do it. The O-line's just gotten better. Mm-hmm. There's zero reason for Justin Herbert not to be an MVP. And I think the Chargers as a whole, like you said with the Bills, I could tell a lot of your awards are going to be Bills related uh mine are gonna be charges related i really think they're gonna be amazing this year hmm. and it all starts with justin herbert obviously yeah yeah and i think all three guys that we named they're all gonna be on one of the best offices in the nfl they're gonna be work gunslingers they're gonna get the stats so all three of them definitely have a great chance at going to be able to win potential mvp uh my second place though i had lamar jackson i think the ravens are gonna be very good this year we've seen him have some big hmm. years if the Ravens are able to go from a non-playoff team to a uh, playoff team this year, especially a high-seeded playoff team, I think he's going to put up MVP numbers. I think he's going to be a lot better as a passer this year than we've seen in past years. So I think Lamar Jackson's going to be right at the MVP race. Nothing that he hasn't done before, but I expect a huge year from Lamar. You expect an MVP second play season from a running back? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Getting your number two. Uh, my number two is actually Justin Herbert. It was right there. It was Mahomes or Herbert for me. And like I said, I just feel like given that there is no Tyree kill on that Chiefs offense and Mahomes ends up winning that division, that's just too much of a story not to put him at the MVP. But my second is definitely Justin Herbert. Like you said, he's gotten nothing but upgrades on that offense. The offensive line is fantastic. He still has his go-to Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler is still there. You know, he's got the whole system. He, there's no reason why he doesn't blow up this year. He just got to get his team to the playoffs now. That's That's the only thing he's got to do. So... There you go. I mean, I mean, my two is also a player we already mentioned, Josh Allen. It's, again, these offenses are fucking insane. Yeah. And it's kind of hard not to put him in the top three. Josh Allen, I don't think, is one of the best quarterbacks. But as far as having the arm talent and two amazing receivers with an amazing tight end, uh, a deep running back core, great O-line, like, you can't really bet against that. So I, that's why I have him at two. I, I think Justin <laughs> Herbert's going to be a little better. Uh, and I think he's a better quarterback all around. That's why I had him over one. But, uh, yeah, Josh Allen is my number two. Yep. And I'll go ahead and do my number three. Um, I got probably the greatest QB in NFL history, Tom Brady. I think that him coming wow. back from retirement is going to be – just him coming back from retirement – well, retirement, I should say. It's a story. And, you know, MVPs often are led by storylines. So him coming back, you're going to say he lost Antonio Brown and Gronk and – He's going to still put up a lot of numbers. A new head coach. I think the Buccaneers are going to be very good. And he's going to put up maybe close to 5,000 yards again, 40-plus touchdowns. He's going to catch the statistics to go ahead and win MVP. And, I mean, he's got the name, storyline. I think he'll be up in the conversation. Uh, and, Danny, I'm going to skip you for my number three here because he just said it. Tom Brady. Um, mm. My main reason for it, mm. uh, not only the comeback, but 
that NFC is so fucking weak. Yeah. It is so yes. weak. He's going to run sure. straight through that shit with no yeah. problems. And it, Tom Brady's always in the conversation. No matter how old he is, he just is. So I feel like having him in the top three is a safe pick. That's why I had him there. But that yeah. NFC is so fucking bad. Yeah, and on top of that storyline, like I said, I mean, not only is it weak, he's going to run through it. It's going to always be good. But the storyline to come back from time. And even though he didn't really retire, people are going to say, oh, he went from doing nothing to now putting up these stats. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be like from going doing nothing. The man retired for about two weeks. But, yeah. it, and you said, you said like he lost AB and Gronk. Like, who gives a fuck? They added Russell Gage, one of the best receiving know. backs in the draft, Rashad White, and fucking Julio goddamn Jones. It, it, he'll be fine. He has yeah. the, the weapons are plentiful. Danny, let's get to your three. Uh, my third is obviously Josh Allen. It's like my my list was just flipped with you guys, but like I said, again, it's that high-powered offense. It's just I just feel comfortable with Mahomes and Herbert's story more than Josh Allen. It does suck, though, because he's a guy that should have already had one, but in the years that he's been playing, it's like you've had fantastic performances from Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. Like You just can't compete with that. I think maybe next year we can talk about Josh Allen sealing the deal and getting MVP. But as of right now, I just feel like the narrative and the story is just not enough right now. It's just the offense is fantastic. So he's going to put up those numbers, but there's not enough story there. So There you go, man. He's, he's buying into your story thesis. Yeah, yeah storylines always seem – it's more of an NBA-related thing, but it definitely always does uh, carry more weight than – we probably get credit for in MVP mm-hmm. races. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to Office Player of the Year. Uh, we are making this non-QB uh, related, so these are going to be all non-QBs. I'll let someone else start with their number one first. Uh, I'll, I'll start. Um, my player is not a guy I'm like, you're going to see fantasy rankings in it. He's not my number one, but I got to put him here at one for Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson. Mm. Uh, he's going to get the receiving yards. We know this. He's got an offensive coordinator coming to head coach the football team now instead of a DC. It's just, you see what he's doing. Imagine adding more targets and more runs. Now I'm seeing him in the fucking backfield. What is this? Yeah. Like, it, it's scary. So, <laughs> considering there's no ceiling there and Kirk Cousins just chucks that bitch 40 times a game, there's no reason Justin Jefferson should not. Actually, he should be. There's no reason he should not be number one in offensive player of the year. Mm. Um, I'll go and go with my number two then. Um, you could say it's a little biased, um, but I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor uh, as my offensive player of the year. I thought you were going to say Pittman, dude. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no. I forgot oh, about the same Matt Ryan. Ryan. Oh, but, yeah, but he's going to have a great chance to lead the league in rushing yards again. He's been very durable so far uh, throughout his career, obviously short career. And I also think he's going to be more involved in passing game. So I think uh, he had 1,500-plus yards and a lot more receptions is very doable. He led the leading touchdowns uh, from running backs last year, and he could do similar things this year. So I think he's going to have the stats to put it up. Uh, so I think he's got a great shot. It just matters where the Colts really finish in the standings if they can uh, win a division. I think he's got a great shot off the year. No, that's yeah. definitely a safe pick. You can't go wrong with it. I just I, I didn't even have him in my top three, but we'll talk about wow. that. Go ahead, go ahead, well, go ahead, Danny. Well, for mine, surprisingly, it's the same thing. Jonathan Taylor. You're talking about a guy, the offense has stayed consistent, the best offensive line in the league, the best guard in the league, still there. 
you have to understand that this offense feeds through him. Every Even though they got Matt Ryan, I understand that, but don't get it twisted now. The offensive coordinator and the head coach are like, Jonathan Taylor is this guy. Like He's our guy we're going to start with. We're going to build that run game every single game, and then we'll feed the other guys. But until Jonathan Taylor gets his touches, no one else is getting the ball. So. I, can t- I can tell you've watched hard knocks. I can yeah. tell. <laughs> They're like they're sitting in the room talking about yo, this guy's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah I know. It's disgusting. Yeah. He's just he, there's nothing wrong with him, honestly. But I mean, there's reasons. You guys are going safe, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> you guys are now. trying to be right. What hey, you heard fuck? me, Mahomes is the MVP. That's not safe. No, that, that's, that's, that's I mean, but that's that. It's it's past it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, keeping yeah, football. It, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. My, my number two. You're not gonna. This one's weird. Austin Eckler. Mm, okay. Austin Eckler, That's just because he has upside in both, you know he's gonna be running the ball. He's obviously a, a running back. Um, like I said, that Chargers offense, you're gonna see a lot of Chargers on this list. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be getting shitloads of receptions, and it, basically it's all dependent on how far he takes those receptions. If he takes it 60 yards to the house, if he d- does that a few times and adds that onto the stats he had last season, he would be an offensive player of the year. So I, I have Eckler there. I think the offense is just getting better. Uh, the DBs are more weary of the, the the receivers, how dominant they are. Austin Eckler is just going to eat. So I think he's definitely got at least a top three shot to be an offensive player of the year in the NFL. Respectable. Uh, I'm, my number two is the one that was already mentioned. I got Justin Jefferson number two. Uh, mm-hmm. I absolutely love Justin Jefferson. I have a feeling he's going to jump to the number one wide receiver in the NFL conversation after the season. This guy he is, really is. You think he's already the best receiver in the NFL? Yes. Ooh, I don't think he's there yet. Yes, sir. He good. is. I don't think he's there, there yet, but I think he was, uh, not just because I think he's going to solidify himself as the clear-cut number one receiver after the season. That's a yeah. projection for me. But this guy, uh, he is next to Adam Thielen, KJ Osborne. I think those are two solid receivers next to him who can take some pressure. It's not like they can double Justin Jefferson every single play. Kirk Cousins is a capable quarterback. And also you got to run behind Dalvin Cook, so... I'm saying all that to say he's not going to get double covered. He's going to get a lot of one-on-one opportunities to put up a lot of stats, probably the leader in uh, receiving yards this year. I expect huge year from Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the guy as well from a receiver standpoint. But, I mean, my second guy, hence why Mahomes MVP prediction, it's Travis Kelsey. Oh, Travis Kelsey has the potential to lead the league in receiving yards if it's just him and Mahomes just going connection after connection. And this is the first time we're seeing a tight end like this that so many dominant receivers, he's still competing with receiving yards as a tight end. You know, so if if Mahomes' prediction is correct in the MVP, you best you better believe Travis Kelsey's stats are like out of this world. You're looking at these like top three in receiving yards this year, and he probably has top three in the touchdown category. And you're just like, okay, yeah, he has to be up there. So, you know what's crazy is you said Chiefs. And I know we weren't doing quarterbacks. And I'm like, because when you think of offensive player of the year, you don't think tight end. So I'm no, like, yeah. motherfucker about to say Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> no, 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 I was no. like, we're no. about to be fucking canceled real quick. No, no, no. Yeah, but, I'm, uh, still, I'm still number three real quick. We go, ahead. Kelsey. go ahead, go ahead. Uh, wow. Yeah, I got Travis Kelsey number three also. I, he, yeah. he could, he, like you said, I mean, it's not just Jefferson. I mean, Travis Kelsey could actually lead the league in receiving yards. He's, uh, he's not just the number one tight end. He's like a legit top five receiver in football in general. Like, this guy's an absolute stud. Now, the only way he can get there, though, uh, is if some of the receivers step up because it's going to be very easy to put a double team on Travis Kelsey to Agreed. limit him. So, Juju, I do expect a good year from Juju, but he's going to have to step up. Uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more later because there's someone on my list that I have for the Chiefs later. 
But um, Travis Kelsey, number three. I absolutely love Travis Kelsey this year. All right, Danny, you, you can go three, and I'll go my last three after so you. So my, my three, of course, then after Taylor Kelsey, it's Justin Jefferson, like you guys were saying. I know uh, that offense, that system, just different order. But I just feel like, you know, Taylor Kelsey have the better narrative, and they have the better opportunities because you did mention J-Jeff has, like, Adam Thielen. And I see a guy like Adam Thielen stepping up a lot. When he steps up, guess what? That takes touches and opportunities from J-Jeff. Same thing with Dalvin Cook. You don't, you don't look around and see, like, a top uh, five receiver on the Colts. Michael Pittman's great, don't get me wrong but he's not top five receiver. Dalvin Cook's a potential top five running back in this league. And that's going to take touches from J-Jeff. Not, not saying J-Jeff's not going to explode, but that like, that's the craziness of it. If he didn't have a Dalvin Cook, if he didn't have an Adam Thielen, what would, what more damage could he do, you know? Yeah. So. yeah you guys are – what I've realized this podcast, you guys are fucking boring, okay? <laughs> you guys just went top – Just, just wait, just wait. I'm just my number three – my number three is fucking Stefan Diggs. Do okay. I need to say any more? He's the number one receiver on a top three offense with a top three MVP caliber quarterback. Mm-hmm. What do I need I mean, to say about him? You can't guard him. No one's guarding him. No one can guard Jay Jetta. That's why I had him there. But you, you can't guard him. Yeah, cool. Maybe <laughs> week, one, we, week one we might have a problem, but week two yeah, we probably MVP raise, baby. Stephon Diggs. Uh, as long as he doesn't do it against my Dolphins, we're all good. Stephon Diggs is going to be fucking crazy. We all know this. Uh, and Gabriel Davis made a name for himself at the end of the season last year. Hopefully it takes some off Stephon Diggs. Um, I'm not sure it will. Whoever buys into that, of course he's going to be getting CB1 every game. But he's been getting that for three years, and he's still doing whatever the fuck he's doing. It just takes a few more a few more touches, a few more uh, touchdowns, and he's, he's always in that conversation. So, uh, so I'm really excited for Stephon Diggs this year. I think he's going to go insane. Yeah, this is going to be much improved from last year. Last year, he kind of had similar targets to the year before. He just wasn't getting as much receptions. I don't know if it was more due to him or Josh Allen, maybe a little bit of both. But I think they're going to have a lot more chemistry this year. And it's going to lead to a much better year from last year. He could definitely be in that conversation. Yeah. So, uh, you guys are boring. <laughs> my stuff will start to get a little spicy. But for Depoy, my number one ain't spicy at all. Uh, Aussie. Yeah, no, no suspension will happen. It's not going to happen uh, after today's fight video. But it, it's it's the best player in football. It's it's Aaron Donald. He he's he's going to win the. Wait, ball. you said he won't get suspended? He he won't get suspended. He should get suspended. Two helmets? Yeah. The, he the, get the league the league is in charge of that. It's teams. Teams are in charge of it. Yeah. it it's it's weird. He should be, but are Ooh. the Rams going to suspend him? Well, the Rams going to suspend Aaron Donald. The Rams aren't going to suspend him, but there's a fucking video exactly. out there of him slinging helmets around like it's a fucking bowling ball. Yeah, like exactly. Miles Garrett. Fuck that. He's get, I don't think I don't think he's going to get <laughs> fucking ejected from the league, but that's crazy. Miles Garrett got what? <laughs> indefinite suspension? Hell yeah. He got he got punished. All right, go yeah. on. Talk about talk he, about Aaron he got Donald. Punished. I mean, what's there to talk about? The guy is maybe already a top five defensive player all time. The guy produces year in and year out. Uh, like. I really don't know what to say. He's also coming off narrative speaking again, a, a Super Bowl run where he won it all. And I really don't know more there is talking about that's never even talked about before. The guy's just an absolute stud. Best player in football. No, I agree with you on that. It's just that the reason why he's not on my list is I'm scared he's like suspended. Oh. He's not he's not on your list. He's not on my top three. It's only because of that. I swear to God. I know who Aaron Donald is. I'm not stupid. But and another thing I want to talk about while you're talking about Aaron Donald, I know Danny's probably gonna talk about him in a little bit. Uh, the narrative of him just being a fucking rebel is so annoying. Like, you have to realize that 
any team going against him is targeting him. He's oh, going to be getting two O linemen just trying to bully the fuck out two. of him. Yeah. It's it's just going to happen. Three three O linemen. It's and fucking the bully grown game. men. So yeah. when you have three grown like I'm watching Lions Hard Knocks and Frank Ragnow's on a fucking boat just randomly talking about Aaron Donald who has nothing to do with the fucking Lions. Like he's just the <laughs> he's just he's the target. In, so when you have fucking, when you when you're bullying the one guy. Fuck yeah, you're gonna get frustrated. I understand. Everybody gets the wrong persona of him. I'm I'm so sure of it. You see him off the field. He's fine. He has a YouTube channel. He's chill as fuck. You, these people are just like he's gonna get frustrated if you have three fucking four hundred pounders going at his legs. That's what's gonna happen. So I'm not hating on that. Uh, and that persona needs to change. But my my number one is the guy that had less helmets than Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, <laughs> Cleveland Browns. He's the best okay. D-end in football, point-blank period. All he needs is that 20-plus sack season, and he's winning D-boy. That's all you realize that's all he needs, right? He's been close before. That's all he fucking yeah. needs. And he's more than capable of doing it. He's the he's, best D-end in football. Of course, T.J. Watt is an outside linebacker. I still take Miles Garrett over him. But Miles Garrett easily could be could be D-boy this year with, with, with ease. Yeah, you want to go ahead, Danny? Yeah, uh, Miles Garrett was one that I was really thinking about too. But in my opinion, I think this year's where this guy solidifies himself as the best end, and that's Nick Bosa. I have the Niners making the playoffs because Nick Bosa is going to turn another gear. He's going to show everybody that, hey, yes, Miles Garrett is there, you know, but I'm here now. Like, I'm the better brother, without a doubt now. There's no questioning it. He's going to compete for sacks. I feel like he's going to be leading the NFL in sacks for – multiple weeks and i think he's going to end up the sack leader so i think nick bosa's a uh, deep boy for one for sure i love that pick loki i love that fucking pick if he yeah. stays healthy 15 and a half oh yeah that's another thing you just got to stay healthy that's stay healthy thing. yeah he danny go right danny more. danny go right into your number two okay time, time out. i just have to ask real quick do you have a camera in the room just because my number two is the same thing is nick bosa that's why i want to cut him real quick two? because you're already talking about him nick bosa's my number two let me say this, man. Okay. If we had a camera in here, okay. we wouldn't be fucking seeing much. <laughs> I mean, Nick you Bosa. watching fucking ESPN 24-7 on yeah. Madden. Right. I got an NFL network on right here. You know, about the Chiefs right, well, Packers game. Fuck it. Let Zach go because he doesn't yeah, really do. want to skip too. Danny and shit. Go yeah, ahead. Well, I don't want to skip him. I want to go off what he's saying. He is my number two. Nick Bosa is my number two. Just an absolute stud. I think he's going to really – I mean, I don't know much, how much more solidifying he needs to do. But I do have the Niners as a playoff team. Spoiler alert. Don't expect much spoiler. But yeah. I do have him as a playoff team. He's going to be I don't. why he's going to. Mm-hmm. In that, <laughs> interesting. Um, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, right yeah, now, about it later. But, but yeah Nick, Nick Bosa, absolute stud. He's going to get 15-plus sacks as long as he stays healthy. And For the sure. Niners are going to have one of the best defenses in the NFL. I've heard they've looked very good in camp. And yeah. I think that Bosa, I mean, he, he's just an absolute stud. I think he's got a big year. Danny, going to year two. My number two, <clears throat> Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. Micah Parsons started last year on fire, and he showed the league that, you know, he has the potential to be an all-time great. Now he has to put in the work and the time, but as of right now, he's doing so. And I feel like this year is another year where he – he can get this award, and if he gets this award, then it's like, okay, now now we're talking, like, let's see how great this guy is. He's on a defense that solely based their whole formations off of him. He's the centerpiece of this defense. There is no Michael, Michael Parsons. There is no Dallas defense. That's it. You know, so. Hey, uh, Danny, do you have a camera in my room? Because my number two is Michael fucking Parsons, baby. He's going to be a stud. And you're completely right. That defense fucking sucks. 
Trayvon yeah. Diggs, number 22 in the NFL, suck my balls. There's Where's no way. No way. Better than Stephon Diggs, apparently. But that whole defense is dog shit. They have Javon Curse. They have Demarcus Lawrence. And then it's – I could be on that team. I yeah. think so. <laughs> Not actually, but I, it, it's bad. And, and Micah Parsons is – you saw what he did last year in his rookie year. Didn't have a full training camp. Got injured in the – I believe he got injured in training camp just for a little bit, but still yeah, doesn't like change so much. Yeah. But he has a whole year under his belt, and he's going to be even fucking better. Like, imagine Micah Parsons, but better. Mm-hmm. How do you, like, he's my number two for sure, and I have Micah Parsons at two. And since we're already, it was already played, got touched on, my number three is going to be very interesting. I guarantee you none of you guys even thought of this guy. My number three is Marshawn Lattimore. No way. No way. Marshawn really? Lattimore. Really? That's my number three. Let's go. Marshawn Lattimore. And here's the thing, Danny. When, when me and Zach watch different games, we see players, and for some reason – we know they're fucking stupid, like Danico Autry. He's not talked about, but he's a fucking stud. Yeah. Marshawn Lattimore is probably a top probably a top two corner for me. He's just locked down. He is locked down. Top two corner? Yes. Okay. He is locked down. There's nothing wrong with him. Okay. There's a reason why he's top two. We know because of that, but Jalen Ramsey doesn't get thrown at. Marshawn Lattimore gets tried every game. And it all he needs is to get those get those uh stats padded with those picks, and he could easily be deployed. He's always been in that conversation. So I think this could be the year with, with those safeties that they have in New Orleans that help him with Matthew, uh, Marcus May, easily helping him. So Marshall Lattimore, man, watch for him. Yeah, I, I just have to send you guys pictures so you guys go with mine. That's, that's kind of crazy we both had him. I was kind of thinking of someone that was like outside the box. Well, you know uh, why I went with him, right? Why? Because I have a camera in your room. <laughs> I mean, it's in the top so, left right there. does. Someone probably does with the way these are. But I mean, Lattimore, I was trying to think of some guy who's uh, who's going to be on a very good defense this year. Is going to be the best player on the defense who maybe isn't talked about much, but I think can be in that conversation. I think Lattimore is. The Saints have a very, very good defense, very stacked defense. And he is one of the best corners. He's very good at shadowing guys. He might not get the stats to help him be in the conversation. That's one thing I worry about. Is he going to really get a lot of turnovers? It's going to produce that. But at the end of the day, he is an absolute stud. I didn't want to go with the boring route like Van does a lot of times with uh, Jalen Ramsey uh, or something like that. But I want to – this is where I start to spice up the list a little bit here and there. And I thought Lattimore was a great uh, guy to kind of get the credit for. Yeah, get into your three, Danny. I don't know why you keep staring at us. No, I'm just – I'm trying to process <laughs> Marshawn Lattimore at three for you guys. I, I love Marshall Lattimore, man. One thing I will say is it's a lot harder for corners to get this award compared to a lot of linebackers and then. So that's why I'm pretty surprised about it. But for my number three, you have to always have him in your top three every year. It's Aaron Donald. There's no questions asked. Like if he's not your one, your two, he has to be three. Every year he is the best defensive player. But that's the problem. Every year, you know, he's the defensive best defensive player. And everyone's like, oh, that's just Aaron Donald. You know, he goes and drops 17. Oh, that's just Aaron Donald. You know, 17 sacks is nothing. Nick Bosa goes and do that. Everyone's going to flip out about it. But because of Aaron Donald's stature, it's just like, okay, we expect it from him. We expect the guy that's gone 99 overall seven years in a row in Madden to do the same thing every year. Oh, yeah, that means shit. Well, I mean, it shows to his greatness, you know, and at the end of the day, when he retires, he's going to be one of the greatest, if not the greatest defensive tackle of all time. So I think he could retire right now and be the greatest defensive tackle of all time. I truly believe Who was in this conversation? Warren Sapp? No fucking shot. Who else? Who else in there? Like maybe Alan Page? John Randall? Mean Joe Green? I don't care. John Randall? 
I'm John Randall, yeah. He's in there. I don't care. I'm going Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald will put those guys in the back of his truck and drive away. I like, think what Aaron <laughs> Donald does out there, like people don't understand how crazy it is as an interior defensive lineman, what he's doing out there. Like it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. That's double, triple teams, and he's just getting back there every single play. Like it's absolutely ridiculous. See, Especially all this all this hype with Aaron Donald too, and Van, you don't even have him in your top three. It's just it, you know you know how I feel about Aaron Donald. He's the best defensive player in the league, has been for a long time. It's just that shit scares me. The man's swinging helmets. I don't. I can't see them doing nothing. There's gonna be something, dude. It, whether yeah, it's a fine, it could be suspension. I, I now that I'm hearing you're telling me, you could only only the Rams could suspend him. Of course, they probably won't. They won't. No, yeah. But he's like the yeah, LeBron James of the league. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, but at the same time, if he's at least that's know. how joint practice stuff usually is. It's always usually by the team. I saw the NFL at least won't. I don't know if they literally can't do anything about it, but from what I've seen, it's a team related thing. No, but yes, I'm aware of what Aaron Donald is and who he is. He's a fucking stud. He's the best defensive player in football. Don't come at me. Because of that thing today is why I didn't have him in my top three. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, let's hear from Danny first. I'm going to cover my offensive rookie of the year pick real quick. But uh, what's your offensive rookie of the year? My offensive rookie of the year, This it, it's, it's James Cook. I feel like oh. James Cook, yes. I feel like James Cook is going to establish himself as the RB1 on an offense that's been dying for one. Not only is he the exact copy of his brother, pull up the photos, it's like, who's who, right? But at the end of the day, it's like James Cook. Hold on, hold on, hold up. All right, looking-wise. Like threads and everything like that. Skill, no, 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 not skill-wise. Oh, he I'm not no, 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 looking goes through people, take, James Cook goes around people. No, 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 no yeah, yeah. James, James Cook, like I said, he's got all the skill sets, all the talent in the world. And like I said, he's on the, like we mentioned earlier, most high-powered offense in the league, in my opinion, yep. with a guy like Josh Allen. And now they have that high-tempo offense, and James Cook's a guy that can catch the ball, run the ball. He's fast. He's quick, just like his brother. And he'll show everybody in this league why he definitely deserves it, for sure. So, No, I, you know what's weird is I didn't have him in my top three, but he's for obvious him. reasons. He's a very good fucking – I mean, I had him ranked third running back in the draft yeah. uh, behind Brees and Kenneth Walker, which were the obvious choices. And Kenneth is already having surgery for uh, Brees something. Brees is a backup now. Yeah, I don't believe that necessarily, but we'll see. But, yeah, James Cook, the thing is, Devin Singletary, they've already said it's going to be a committee. But mm -hmm. I could see that, like, being a sleeper pick in a few years. I don't know about this year. They have a lot of guys there. But James yeah. Cook is a fucking stud. Yeah, everybody, I just think – Everybody doesn't look at him because he's not Dalvin. You are you look at the name, last name and how he looks, and you're like, oh, he's going to go through people. No. He's a receiving back that will go all the way around you. He's the smoothest runner out of all the running backs in this draft, no doubt. You, you just by watching one play, you could tell by that. But yeah, I like your pick, but I don't know about this year. He could definitely be like a breakout player in a few years, but I don't know about this year. Yeah, especially with uh, him being a committee to begin the year, right? And also, you do have Josh Johnson top there begin. That's gonna be kind of hard for him to be at that candidate, as well as the fact of James Cook starting off in a committee, but he does break through. When he breaks through, could I'd be shocked if he wins officer of the year? But who knows? Maybe it could be wrong. Maybe uh Bills have an injury here and there. He gets a lot more uh snaps to begin the year. It goes off. Good see. Uh Ben, you go with the number one. Yeah, and Singletary looks good, man. He does yeah. look good. Uh my number one is I, I feel like it's kind of a cop out, but I just feel like it's gonna happen. Uh, they usually give it to the quarterbacks if they start, and I'm going with Kenny Pickett. Uh mm. he has the biggest chance to start, Malik Willard. Is better than Kenny Pickett, I think. But uh, you got to start Ryan Tannehill. Unless he gets hurt, he's not going to play. Uh, Trubisky's 
their starter. They said their starter, but we've seen that many times before where he ha- he'll have a, a first, first two weeks being terrible, and Kenny Pig will be starting. He's already ahead of Mason Rudolph on the depth chart. Uh, I'm going to lose a $5 bet to my friend because of it, but Kenny Pig is <laughs> going to be offensive rookie of the year. It, it's probably like an 80% chance because tr- there's, there's no way Trubisky's starting that whole season. So my number one is someone who I absolutely loved coming into the draft. Absolutely loved. What team? Can I get a, I think what position? He's a wide receiver, and I oh, think he Chris went Olave. to the perfect spot, the perfect spot. And he's going to be with a potential MVP candidate. Someone had him as an MVP winner. And I got one of my favorite receivers in the draft, and Sky Moore, uh, winning mm. offense rookie of the year. Sky, Sky Moore, Moore is someone I absolutely loved. He's a and stud, but fucking offensive rookie of the year. He's going to have a chance to play with Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be able to get a bunch of deep shots. He's not going to have to be the number one guy in an offense, like maybe some other guys who are going to be rookies as wide receiver. He's going to have Juju next to him. He's going to have Travis Kelsey next to him. And um, besides those two, I mean, Sky Moore's probably going to be the number two, could be the number two receiver there. I'm not really worried about Miko Harmon. I'm not really worried about um, uh, what's the of my mind. MBS, yeah. I think that Sky Moore is going to be able to overtake MBS as number two receiver. Maybe even number one, if I haven't went off to a good year, right? But I absolutely love Sky Moore and what they're going to be able to do in that offense with him. And, I mean, Chiefs are going to be on primetime a lot. They're going to win a lot of games next to MVP quarterback. I really love Sky Moore this year. I mean, I, I like Sky Moore. I told you this. I think he's Steve Smith 2.0. It's just – I don't think he's going to have a huge role. I think he's going to be a great player for a I long time. It's just I don't think he's going to get the role right away. I don't and think I, I can disrespect Steve Smith like that. I'm sorry. What? Do that. I'm sorry. Dude, go Steve watch Smith go watch Western Michigan Skymore highlights. That's sorry, all he that's is. That's not Steve, Steve Smith, though. Come on. Now. Steve Smith is a, is a big man in a little body, and that's okay. what Skymore is. Okay. I do have to say, this is, uh, this is if Skymore does change his number, if he's number 24, he will be a bust. <laughs> Um, I do have to put that out there. Scott Moore doesn't even change something. That's fair, because no, no fucking receiver at 24. I'm going to turn the TV off when I see him running. On the fucking line is that the punt returner? <laughs> is that fucking Dexter McCluster? <laughs> All right, go with your two, Danny. Or, or yeah, no, uh, yeah. My number two is uh, actually Drake London. Uh, I think he's a fantastic receiver. And I feel like – and I, I know the Falcons are, you know, trash – but the point is, they're going to feed two be- two people, in my opinion. It's going to be Kyle Pitts. It's going to be London. It, there's nobody else. Cordero, Cordero Patterson had his fun last year. But now they're just going to sling the rock because they're going to be down 20 every game. And that's when he's going to get garbage time stats. I can admit that. But I still think those stats are going to show enough to be like, okay, he's in the potential for the front runner for the awards. So. I, I tell you what, dude. I, I watched those. I watched the two of the Atlanta games already. Mariota goes to pass the ball, and he doesn't even look at his fucking running back at all. Nope. He has nope. not looked at him once. Nope. He does it back, back of the head to Cordell Patterson. I swear to God, I'm like, the man went for, man went crazy as here. At least look at, look at him. You know, what I mean, it's an easy, mm-hmm. it's easy play for you. Gets you paid. But no, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'll have him later on my list if my dog would shut up. Uh, my number two is Chris Olave, mm. and uh, I'm not crazy high on him as a player. I think he's a copy and paste of Amon Ross St. Brown. I've already said this. Zach won't agree with me, but it's okay. Uh, I just I like I like the fit. The Saints. He's gonna be he's gonna be fighting for that wide receiver three two spot. He could fight with Landry easily. And um I just think he's gonna get a lot of dump down targets and take him take him far. 
he's very capable of doing it as long as he gets those plays. It's it's a perfect fit for him. And that's why he's in my top three, not his skill. But I think I think Chris Olave could be a stud this year, stat wise. Yeah, I love Chris Olave. I don't have my top three, even though I do love him. There's just a lot of targets to go around over there. And you said that you think he's going to get a lot of his short routes to be able to break off. I think it's kind of the Camaro role there. I think you're going to get more that boss to him. You're going to maybe use Olave more as a deep threat uh, than something like that. But my number two, I went to safer after number two. I went Drake London. He, he's an absolute monster. Honestly, injuries are a bit of concern with him. He already had a little bit of a bang up during preseason. He did miss his senior year last year with an ACL injury, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. So injuries are a little bit of a concern with Drake London. But, I mean, he's out there next to Kyle Pitts. That's just two dudes you do not want to mess with. Obviously, Mariota, at least for some of the years, uh, is going to be the QB. He's, I mean, he's not going to make mistakes, but he's not going to offer a lot of huge upside for a receiver. So maybe his stats won't be there. Uh, we'll see if Ritter ends up starting all this year. But I mean, Drake London, I mean, just talent-wise, was the best receiver in this draft. He's an absolute stud out there. So you, you have to have him in your top three, in my opinion. Uh, so considering you guys have already mentioned my number three, Drake London, um, same reasons. It's going to be two guys getting the ball in that offense. Drake London, a.k.a. Mike Evans 2.0, and uh, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Mariota's going to say, this is Mariota's game plan. Fuck it. He's going to throw the ball up. That's what he's going to do. Someone's got to be down there somewhere. Someone's got, he's got to be down there. So Pitts, Pitts or London's going to just catch the ball. So London's going to have a great year. As long as he gets the targets, stays healthy, he's going to be a top three for sure candidate. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean – your number two is actually my number three, Chris Olave. I definitely think that he's going to have the potential to put up some stats and put up those numbers to be like, okay, he's in the front runner. My thing is, though, a big take that I have, I feel like Michael Thomas gets hurt again. I think he has an injury, and it's going to propel Olave to the top to be able to put more stats on the on the field. We're already hearing complaints about Thomas's hamstring. It's not, the season hasn't even started yet, you know, so that just goes to show. I mean, I would never wish injuries, but I agree with no, you. Yeah. He's going to yeah, get I feel like he's, he's going to get, get hurt again. He's, he's a little fragile. Hurt. He's stay, He's going to stay fragile. He's going to get hurt again. And, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care because he's paid. He doesn't give yeah, a fuck. He got paid. He had that one great year, and now he's like, no, I'm set for life. So He's not set for life. He's going to wait till that contract year and then say, well, actually, my hamstrings feel fine. I'm going to drop 2000 <laughs> again. Slant, 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 slant. Who's your number three, Zach? So my number three, you know, I'm changing number three because I didn't put this guy up here. Because I thought someone would mention him. Uh, but no one's mentioned Brees Hall, so I'm going to go ahead and mention him. I did have a completely wild, out, out of the blue type person as number three, which I'll mention in a second. Can I, can, um, I, can I guess who that was? Go ahead. Isaiah Likely? No. Okay, thank God. He, yeah, no. I was about to say he had one good preseason game. No, right not gonna, he's going to be very good, but they have fucking Mark Andrews. But yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say Brees Hall. I mean, okay. even if Michael Carter takes a lot of snaps, Brees Hall's going to get a lot of snaps as well and a lot of carries. And I'm not too worried about uh, people saying, oh, my card starter. Because remember, Jonathan Taylor's rookie year was basically a four-string. Marlon Mack was down, was down, and he was still buying Jordan Wilkins nine Hines for half the year. And then he broke off in the, in the second half of the year with over 1,000 yards in the season. I'm not too worried about that. But I think Brees Hall, just at, athletically, like he is a freak of an athlete. And that tends to turn out to be a pretty good way to tell how good a running back is going to be in the NFL. So I'm going to put him at number three. My completely wild take. Um, I have him up here because he's been getting a lot of um, a lot of reps with uh, an offense. Who I wouldn't say he's elite, but they're going to score. He's been the number two out there surprisingly. He's going to be a great slot guy. I have Kyle Phillips. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I love that pick. Actually, I love it. You know I love Kyle Phillips. 
I, I had him there. Uh, I don't necessarily think he will finish top three. I wanted to do some kind of out of the blue because I thought you guys would mention these other guys like Brees Hall. Uh, but he's. But I remember seeing that the Titans they were like running their best twos, right? And the uh, Titans yelled, "All right, top two, go out there." It was Robert Woods and Kyle Phillips out there. It wasn't Traylon Burks? It wasn't like Nick Westbrook. Traylon Burks was out. I he, I don't think he was out that far. I know exactly what you're but, talking about. I but even it. with him being over Nick Westbrook, right? Like he is going to be a starting. He's going to play yeah. snaps. Uh, I think that he could be a sneaky guy. I don't really think he's going to finish top three, but I wanted to throw a wild one out there. I love Kyle Phillips, and he probably like I love Kyle Phillips. You already you know this since the draft, but uh, he probably would have been in like like honorable mentions if he had two L's in his name. It's spelled it's spelled P H I L I P S. Blows my mind, and it disgusts me. It's kind of like a Sky Moore number thing. Is Danny frozen? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm, not listening. <laughs> I'm just zoned in. I'm like I'm ready, bro. I'm ready for the next All right, one. Bro. Get your get your number three. Go ahead. My number three. What do you mean, my number three? Then he goes number three. Went Olave. I already said my number three. Oh, Olave, my bad. I'm, I'm yeah, retarded. You're not, wow, two. you're not locked in. I'm not. <laughs> so what I'm are not. we doing now? Who is it? Defensive rookie of the year. Oh, uh, defensive rookie of the year. My number one is uh, Kyle Hamilton. I think Kyle Hamilton goes out there on that defense. He's going to be the best player on that defense. Mark my words. I, I, you know, I don't like Notre Dame players, but he's a monster. He really is, and I really think he's going to be one of the top safeties in the league. And he's going to show it on that field for sure. So, Ooh, I love Kyle Hamilton, but I can't put him as the uh, the even the best DB in that that uh, team. But Sorry, I think but I'll I'll go ahead and uh, do my number one. I got Sauce Gardner. He's going to step in from day one and not just be a good corner. He's going to prove himself as a legit bona fide stud at corner. This guy has the length. He's so fluid like this guy is going to step in and be an absolute stud like he might be a top five line uh, not like a corner when the season ends top ten no. like he this be. guy he's he on certain level certain level easy. like i absolutely love sauce gardner uh yeah he's going to be very good he obviously in college was uh passing against a future hall of famer not pierce every every uh, practice in college so so you know that helps him as well but sauce gardner he, he's going to be a stud he's going to be a stud Number one, I got Sauce Gardner as well. Mm. I agree with you. He's a stud, bona fide. And I think he's going to be on the same level as Pat Sertain. Uh, I just don't think this class is as good as last year's was. But uh, he could. I, I agree with you. I think watching training camp, don't get me wrong, there's not amazing receivers on the Jets, but he is clamps. He's just, he looks so fluent when, he, when he's playing DB. And it, it's, a rare, it's a rare trait to see somebody that fluent. So I have Sauce Gardner as my number one as well. Yeah, and who did they um... – do a joint practice with the other week because I remember that he was just locking people down. Um, was it the Falcons? I think it was the Falcons. Falcons. So he was guarding Kyle Pitts. Yeah, it was. Kyle, he was guarding Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Yeah, but Kyle also Pitts he got overthrown. But I remember that he picked off his uh, Ritter, right? College team. Desmond Ritter, so, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> I already told you about Desmond Ritter. So, uh, Danny, who's your number two? Uh, my number two is actually uh, Derek Stingley. Ooh. I think he's the best corner in this draft. I think all this hype on Sauce is just too much. Sauce has got to go show it. Obviously, these are all rookies, and they all have to show. But I feel like Derek Stinley is going to come out here and show that I am the best corner in this draft, and you all just forgot about me for some reason. So you know what else you know what else he forgot about that guy he was guarding the other game. Oh my god! Fucking ran right past him. <laughs> Stinley's a beast. I'm not shitting on him, but he's not Sauce. 
He's not. Just, no, yeah, he's better than Sauce. He's going. No, to you're be you're wrong. He's he's not. Watch. He's not. watch. You're gonna. I'm a watch. fucking Dolphins fan. You think I'm gonna say sit here and say a Jet cornerback's better? No. But, he is but that's the thing you keep forgetting. He's a Jet cornerback. Like that's what all does you that matter? Corner corner doesn't His matter. His team is trash. He's gonna be down thirty every game. And they're gonna pull what? him out in the first half. He's gonna be doing his job. No, he's not going to be doing his Corner job. Corner doesn't matter cooked. how bad your team is, dude. He's, he has to guard Stephon Diggs twice a year. He's going to get cruised by him. Then he's got to guard Tyree Kill twice a year. He's going to get cruised by him. The Dolphins were the worst team in football for a few years, and we had fucking Xavier Howard still doing 10 picks a fucking season. You think well, he's going to a season? You think Carter's going to 10 picks I mean, a season? AJ Terrell last year, the fucking – no, no, no. I'm not saying he's going to get picks, but I'm just saying he's going to be clamps. Because he's not we'll a pick see. guy. He's we'll a coverage see. guy. He we'll slaps see. that ball. He's a Ramsey type shit. He'll slap the ball. He won't get you 10 picks, but he'll slap that shit. We'll he'll cover you. He's but, got talent, uh, don't get me wrong. But. My number two, Aiden Hutchinson. He's probably the favorite. Yep. Let's be honest. <laughs> Better than Trayvon Walker. What did you just say? Uh, that's, I, I, just, I just said born. You said there's a camera in your room. <laughs> yeah, turn around. <laughs> For me, look, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, it, it is boring, but he's, pro- he's, he's probably got 80% chance to win this award. He's yeah. got about 10 sacks. He'll probably win that shit because he's just a hyped player. Uh, in the storyline, Michigan boy going to Detroit. He's just going to do his thing. Aiden Hutchinson's a stud. Trevon Walker's a, a 3-4-D end. So I don't, I don't, I don't see him <laughs> taking it from him. So Aiden Hutchinson, he's probably my favorite, but I just think I, I love Sauce. So I have Aiden Hutchinson in that too. Um, my number two, I mean, I love this guy. Obviously, a little bit of bias into it, but I think he's going to be very good. Uh, Kyle Hamilton. Um, Kyle Hamilton, he – he isn't the fastest guy, so there is a little bit of concerns in coverage, but I don't think they're going to put him in those type of uh, situations that he's going to have to necessarily be the only guy back deep. He's going to be very good inside the box. He's very smart. Uh, he's going to uh, fix a few things they've seen from him in preseason, but overall he's had a great preseason. I mean, even though I said the uh, pass coverage, they haven't put him in those bad spots. He, If I'm not mistaken, I don't think uh, – I forget the exact stat, but I want to say that there hasn't been a completion in his area yet. Like in his 53 snaps, starts in a completion in his area. So, so obviously, I mean, we know he's he's a stud. But you guys, you guys think a linebacker is going to do it again? A linebacker. It's what he is. He's a box <laughs> linebacker. That's what he is. Oh, he's, I mean, we'll see. Kobe Dean could be good this year. He will be good. I can't believe he felt. Everybody was like, "Oh, he's going to be out to injuries." First day of training camp, he's in pads. What are you talking about? Out there running around full sprints. Yeah. Uh, Fucking trucking through quarterbacks. Josh Dobbs didn't care, got up. He's going to be fine. Jacoby Dean is like one of the steals of the draft. It's ridiculous how far he fell. What are we on, number three? Everybody got their number two done? Yeah, I think we got our number two. Now we're on number three right now. I'm going to start with three because no one's going to have this. A guy I really like uh, in a position that's loved around the league, Jalen Petrie, safety for the Texans. I love Jalen Petrie out of Baylor, man, and I think just that defense is dog shit. So I, I, I was thinking about Stingley here, and I was like, they're probably both going to have Stingley. So, And I love Petrie. I think he's going to come over, replace Justin Reed very well, get a lot of picks, get the ball thrown at him because they don't know who he is yet. So I think uh, if he gets the ball thrown at him, I think Jalen Petrie can make a big, big impact and at the end could win him defensive rookie of the year. That's fair. That's a good, <clears throat> that's a good little guy. Okay. I mean, for my my number three, it's Aiden uh, Hutchinson. It's the same thing for your number two. It's just it's hey, for him, pick. Zach. What the fuck? It, it's the safe pick. You have to take him. He's it's definitely safe. a top three guy for sure. <clears throat> He's probably going to win it, but trying to spice it up, you know, you can't say the same thing. That's why I'm going Kyle, Kyle Hamilton still. I'm staying yeah. strong with that. But Aiden is just too much of a monster. He's definitely the I think the best prospect in the draft. So definitely gonna take him. Who's your yeah. number three, Zach? 
Now, I didn't have this guy number three, but I will say, I'm kind of surprised no one said Tron Walker because I actually was very impressed with him so far during preseason. I think he's looked pretty good in preseason. No, he's uh, good. But obviously, yeah. it is preseason. But I wanted to go with a guy who wasn't drafted in the first round. I wanted to go like someone crazy who could win it. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of really good safeties in this draft. We obviously already talked about him, so you mentioned Petrie. Uh, Daxon Hills looked very good so far. Uh, you've seen uh, Brisker in Chicago. He's yeah. looked good so far. Yep. And someone else who's uh, going to be starting safety this year, who's going to be on one of the better defenses in the NFL, is going to be young Nick Cross. He is going to be on one of the best defenses, <laughs> and he's been very good so far uh, in preseason. He's uh, ready to uh, guard, the red, guard the red zone. He's, you know, turn the volume down. But, uh, but Nick Cross has been an absolute stud so far. He's been ranked as the top safety so far in uh, preseason out of rookies. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't personally condone to those comments. Nick Cross is a beast, but that's such bullshit. He's grading on PFF as a ninety, which is fucking amazing. He's a great yeah. player. I love Nick Cross out of college, but you're fucking insane for that. You don't tell me that's not biased. It is. <laughs> it's it a is little bit, but at the same time, he's a lot of going to be a, a starter as a rookie. Yeah, so I'm going with the guy that's not being drafted in the first round. I mean, I want Jalen Petrie. Yeah, that was yeah. a sneaker. Um, I was not. Why did I go Channing Tindall? Huh? <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because he wasn't going to be in the conversation. Yeah, well, Nick Cross is my fourth ranked linebacker coming out. I'm not linebacker safety coming out. So, mm. oh, you, I, you, I, you I, must confuse him for Kyle Hamilton there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he almost did. <laughs> right, Hamilton Hamil- Hamil- was my number one safety. Coming almost out. gotcha. Now you said linebacker. All right, what are we? Jesus. What are we doing now? Are we getting you into coach uh, of the year. <clears throat> Uh, let's let's see with the players first. Let's do coach of the year last. Let's go to comeback player of the year. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll start it off. You want to go first? I'll go second. Go right. Obvious choice. CMC. All he needs to do is stay healthy, and he's winning that award. Point blank. He does. He okay. doesn't put up crazy stats. If he if he does CMC type things and stays healthy and plays fifteen games, he's winning that award. It's pretty locked from that. Uh. That's fair. That's a little bit of a safe pick, in my opinion. You know? No shit, it's a safe pick, but it's probably what's going to happen. Mm, I don't know. I mean, my guy is Derrick Henry, a guy that was dominating the league last year. First six weeks, seven weeks coming in. Derrick Henry stays healthy. He's going to be the best running back again in the league. People forgot about him for some reason just because he got hurt. This man was still a top rusher in the league, and he was hurt for five weeks. He's sitting there top five in rushing yards in the year, and he was hurt for five weeks. Like, you can't compare right now. He stays healthy and does the same performance. There you go. That's the reward. That There's nothing going around about it. Christian McCaffrey's great, don't get me wrong, but Derrick Henry was just dominating on another level. So, Can I ask you something, Danny? Go ahead. Who the fuck is sleeping on Derrick Henry? Yeah. What do you mean? You said they're sleeping, sleeping on him. Man went sleeping. third in the comeback, fucking... It's comeback player of the year. you seen the last year where Nobody he – Nobody's sleeping on Derrick Henry. Season. You play the Titans, you know what the goal is to stop no. that motherfucker. You think everyone's sleeping on McCaffrey? Why do you think I he's didn't claim it. two in every round? I didn't claim he was getting slept on. I'm saying right now that Derrick Henry's going to be comeback player of the year. Yeah, because I, I agree, but you said he was going to get slept on. No, he's not. 
because of Christian McCaffrey. Guys like Christian McCaffrey are fading away from Derek. All this hype's been around who? Not that much Derek Henry. Shaquan Barkley, uh, Christian McCaffrey have been more hyped up than Derek Henry for sure. Because they're the more popular. Yeah, because, because, they didn't, because they don't realize that Derek Henry missed half the season last year because he had 1,000 yards. Yeah, yeah. But like, like I'm saying, I think comeback player of the year, he's going to do the same thing he just did the last season. He's going to stay healthy. He's just going to dominate, and he's just going to be run away with it. So. All right, Zach, go to yours. So my comeback player of the year. So I know who it's going to be. You probably know who's going to be, but I went with this guy because because this guy thinks going to be playoffs. Derrick Henry, I I kind of say it. I had the Titans winning outside the playoffs in my prediction, uh, and uh, Chris McCaffrey. I don't think Panthers the playoff team, so I think make the playoffs will matter with this award. So I went with Michael Thomas to win it. I know you guys kind of mentioned that you guys think it might get hurt. I personally am not going to predict an injury, right? But Michael Thomas, he last time we seen him, he was a stud. I think he won offense player of the year last time we saw him play football. And we know yeah, James five years Win- ago. That, that three years ago. But anyways, <laughs> James Winston has I was uh, in high school. <laughs> but James Winston has had some big years with the top receivers. Obviously, it was a different offense, it was an eight rate offense in Tampa Bay. But Mike Evans, Chris Squadron, both actually in the same season, had monster years. So James Winston can produce someone to have uh, big production years. And, yeah, I mean, he makes the playoffs. Michael Thomas is a stud. He was top five receiver last time we saw him. I don't know if he'll necessarily be that guy again, but he'll be close to it. So I'm going to have him as my winner, especially since you guys took the two other uh, obvious candidates. All right, well, I'll go with my number two. You don't think Michael Thomas is obvious? I, I, you, I said the other two obvious candidates. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because my number two is Michael Thomas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. He's been here. I bet I, I feel like if you would have asked me this last year, I would have said Michael Thomas again. Like I'm just waiting for it, but I'm like I'm like on your Luca vibe. I'm just waiting yeah, for it to happen. Just waiting for it. He just needs to play, and he'll get that award. He's on the same level as CMC. CMC would need to put up the stats of CMC, but Michael Thomas, I feel like, what would he have to do to win that award? Seven hundred yards. He would just, I, I think he would just have to play the whole season. If he plays the whole season, he's easily getting thousand yards. Like, yeah, he's got to put a K up. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he plays the yeah. full season, he's gonna win that award. So yeah, that I agree with you. I have, I have two obvious picks already on that. Okay. Yeah, my number two, though, is it was your number one. It's Christian McCaffrey. If, let's say, for some reason, you know, Derrick Henry gets hurt again, you know, then I feel like if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, it speaks for itself. A healthy Christian McCaffrey is dangerous. You know, he's all-time great. But it's that question mark of staying healthy. If he does, though, definitely I think it gives you give it to him for sure. So, Fair enough. We sound very boring. My number two, I'll switch to boring right here. My number two is extremely uh, risky pick. Uh, and it's risky because this guy can't stay healthy. It is uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, Christian McCaffrey <laughs> is an absolute stud. Wait, um, do you have a camera in my room? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian McCaffrey is a stud. You guys already mentioned it. Uh, as long as he's healthy, he'll be in the conversation for it. Uh, but don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll go with an actual risky versus number three. Because Derek Henry, they, my, my number three is risky as well. Go ahead. Uh, you want me to start with my number three? You start. Go Profit. ahead. All right. Um, obviously, if I have Michael Thomas being number one, he's got to have somebody get him the ball. So if I'm going to go risky at, at the picture, I'm going to go with James Winston. Uh, it's going to be a team that I think makes the playoffs. Fuck, I'm out of here. It's going to be a team that makes the playoffs. So he's starting QB for that team. And James Winston, put him at comeback player of the year. It's a risky one, like I said. And don't know why you guys are leaving. I bet this guy's James Winston also. But I think James Winston's going to be able to have a good year this year. He played pretty well before he got injured last year as well. Hey, Mom, could you get the pizza roll? Mom, bring me some chocolate milk. 
<laughs> James Winston, bro. Done. My number three, J.K. Dobbins. Ravens. J.K. Dobbins. He hasn't played 11 on 11s yet, but we know what J.K. Dobbins. I think we've all watched Ohio State J.K. Dobbins. I think we've all watched Ravens year one J.K. Dobbins. If that if that backfield is his and he stays healthy, it's an easy pick. He just mm. needs to stay healthy, and he hasn't. So J.K. Dobbins, um, uh, I think, is a very safe pick at the number three option. This guy yeah. just goes safe every time. Yeah, I was I not safe. <clears throat> you just said that's a very safe option. James went with a quarterback. Yeah, that yeah. that was surprising. I don't know. I mean, he went with the quarterback number... doing running back drills and getting run over by bag. <laughs> and he, eating W's. Oh, dude. Stealing crowd legs, bro. What are we doing out here? (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, This number three is very interesting, but my number three, uh, don't get me wrong, is uh, Saquon Barkley. That's my number three. (laughs) This man went with fucking copy and paste off his fucking drafting. I'm sorry, but are we not going to talk about the most underwhelmed performed running back so far, even though he had the most play a lot last year, though? He, no, he played a decent yeah. amount, but he got like you know he had his injury concerns again with that dying franchise, and I feel like this year <laughs> Saquon Saquon Barkley, if it's not McCaffrey or Henry, I feel like Saquon Barkley is the third guy. You're just like okay, he's gonna come out here and explode. All off season we've been hearing about Saquon's getting the ball, Saquon's getting the ball, and I feel like he's gonna project those uh, his stats and everything that he's done. He's gonna have that you know twenty I think it was 2017, 2018 season where he just blew up. So that's what I heard. Also, don't forget, come up with the year does not to be off an injury. You can also be someone just bouncing back from a poor year. Yeah. So, I mean, he's had multiple poor years because of injury and stuff like that. And I feel like we all missed that b- back then, Saquon. How, oh. how I do. I mean, back then, Saquon won me a fantasy league. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a monster. He had a KAK, and now he's just – he's been injury plagued crazy. So. Did, did everybody go with their three already? Yeah. Yes. I want to put somebody in there, and I, I didn't – I don't know why. When you said that, I didn't even think about it. Like, I was thinking injuries. That's all I'm thinking about is injuries. So, you didn't play last year at all. Mm-hmm. Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. He had a That's bad a fucking one. season. That's and he's going to be one. amazing this year. Yeah. We haven't even I talked agree. about him. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I would have had him at one, two or three. I fuck Michael Thomas, actually. Take him out of there. Yeah. Allen Robinson had two. He had, what, 400 receiving yards last year, which is just terrible. That team is an also another dying franchise. I'm sorry to be mean, but it's yep. just true. Yep. Uh, and they don't believe in their quarterback. But we're not going to get into that. Uh, Allen Robinson is the number two option on the Rams. Cooper Cup's got a target on his back. Matthew Stafford, he's going to play, it looks like. So Mm -hmm. the running backs are already hurt. They're about to be just tossing that bitch. Allen Robinson's one of the best route runners in the league. He's proven that. He's proven he could be a wide receiver one on a lot of teams. He's going to be a fucking problem this year. So, yeah, yeah, I I think that's somebody we should have mentioned. Yeah. And I I added him to my list. There you go. Yeah, like you said, that injury thing was like a thing that just overlooked all yeah. my players. But if that's a guy, that's the guy I'd pick if I didn't think about injuries at yeah. all. You know, so. All right, let's let's get into let's get into breakout player. Ooh, Since you want to do players? Let's start, let's start with Zach. Okay. All right, Go ahead, breakout Zach. player. So my first guy that I'm gonna have as a breakout player is someone we semi mentioned earlier today. Um, not really mentioned too much, but this is a born one. Someone probably has one on his list. I bet Van has most list, Gabriel Davis. He ended last year going crazy. Uh, four touchdowns. Absolutely absurd. <laughs> but Gabriel you have Davis, a camera in my room? <laughs> Gabriel Davis, right? He is going to have a big year. He's not a number two receiver. There's no... Is there a fucking camera in my room? 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's sorry, go, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. There's, Davis, there's yes. no Emmanuel Sanders. They lost Cole Beasley. Although I think James Crowder is going to have a pretty good year this year. Not James Crowder. I meant um, Isaiah, Isaiah McKenzie. McKenzie. He's going to be starting the slot. Uh, Boston James Crowder will play. But Gabriel Davis is the main number two guy. I think he's going to get a lot of touchdowns. Maybe even lead the team in touchdowns this year. And I think he's going to be in for a breakout year. Lead the like team in touchdowns? Say, say it again. He could because Diggs just has a target on his back. Yeah, it's very yeah, possible. Yeah. I'm not, he's not going to lead in yards. Let's make that yeah. very clear. Oh, yeah, he's not. But no. He's, no. He, touchdowns, anybody could lead in touchdowns. Anybody. Yeah, exactly. Dustin Austin 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 also Austin had the most touchdowns last year. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, sick. yeah. My number one is – and Zach's going to like this. Michael Pittman. Uh, mm. He has no reason not to. He has a guy – I've already mentioned this last week's podcast, uh, and I haven't said this to Dan yet, but think about it. He's a deep threat guy. All you have to do is put the ball up, and he's finally got a quarterback that can go fucking deep. So there's no reason Michael Pittman should not go crazy this year. He's got no competition there. A f- fucking future Hall of Famer Alec Pierce, uh, Paris Campbell can't stay on the field. He's gonna be. He's going to be the guy. He could easily break out for 1,300 yards. I can see it easily. 1,400 yeah. yards. He's gonna be a stud. He's a part of a dying franchise as trash receivers, so I definitely see him exploding. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might hey. want to. You guys might want to sign T. Y. Hill, and he's still out there. Oh yeah, he's still free. He's not pick him up. Antonio Brown's another option. Anyways, my uh, my number one, uh, it's uh, Trevor Lawrence. I feel like Trevor Lawrence is gonna come out here with his new signing with Christian Kirk, and he's gonna put the ball in the uh, air. Christian. They're going to be sitting here throwing the ball 70 times a game because what the hell are they going to run with? They're going to dump off Travis Etienne. He's going to get insane stats, you know, regardless if it's garbage time or not. He's going to produce some numbers, and I'm going to be like, okay, now look at this guy. He's a solidified quarterback as, you know, being good enough for his franchise. He had a terrible last year last year. Don't get me wrong, but he's with the Jacks. Like, you got to cut him some slack. Give him at least a year or two, then you define him as a player. You know, and I feel like this year he's going to show, like, hey, I'm supposed to be kept. I'm supposed to lead this franchise in the future. So, Danny, let me say this right now. Go ahead. I didn't even think about Trevor Lawrence, and and really, I didn't even think about him. But guess what? I love Trevor Lawrence. You know I do. Yeah, yeah. Fucking crazy pick. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that yeah. shit. I was like, yo, fuck. That's my one now. Like that was a great fucking pick. That, that was probably the smartest thing you've ever said. Let's, <laughs> let, since you just said something very amazing, go right to your number two. My number two is uh, Bateman from the Ravens. Yeah, I feel like he he's on a team that, you know, who the hell is receiver one? We're trying to define that. Besides Mark Andrews, who's Lamar going to throw to? You know, when teams are covering Mark Andrews, they're going to be like, okay, you're going to have to make somebody else make some plays. I feel like he's that guy. He's going to be that guy that Lamar Jackson is going to look at and go, I need to depend on you when I can't for Mark Andrews because he's getting double D. You know, so that's the guy I got as my number two. I don't hate it. Uh, My number two is someone we haven't talked about. But I think Danny's going to like it because he's mentioned the guy. Juju Smith-Schuster, he had a great year. He's had a great year before, so technically it's not a breakout. But oh, it looks like that's Danny's number camera. three. <laughs> but Juju, think about it. All you got to say, we talked about this last week. I don't want to be repetitive. He's the number one receiver on a Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid team. Yep, he's gonna be fine. And he, after what he's done the last two years, just getting injured and doing nothing with Ben Roethlisberger, he's gonna be fucking amazing. So, yeah, uh, for as far as breakout player, he technically already broke out and made a name for himself, but he's kind of he's kind of fell off and is coming back. And technically, you could have put him on a, a comeback player of the year because he got injured last year. Yeah, but he's he's going to be a very good player. I think he's going to drop over a thousand yards. 
He has no re- Jesus Christ. He has no reason not to. No reason not to. And Zach, what's your number two? So I'm just gonna ask real quick. Do you guys have all offense players on your breakout, or do you guys have any defense uh, players? I have all offense. So I'm gonna go with defense guy. I was thinking of a guy who I thought did get a lot of recognition last year. He was rookie last year, who I thought played very well, but I really didn't hear a lot of talk about him. Uh, and I've been with Jeremiah Wusukarama. I thought he was very good last year, and I think he's going to be in position to have a much more expanded role. I don't. I think it. the def. I mean, I don't know how good the Browns will be this year with all the controversy going there with the suspension. So I think the defense ah. is going to produce. Well. It doesn't matter how they produce from two. It's not like it's winning a real award. But I think uh, Jeremiah Wiscomo is going to really step up his game this year. Uh, he is kind of a, a safety playing linebacker in a sense. Uh, so we know that he does have a bit better uh, coverage skills. He can hit someone. I think he's in for a big year. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't hate that. Big. I love you know I love JOK. I was texting everybody before the draft. How the fuck is he in the second round? Like, yeah, he yeah he's gonna be amazing. Yeah, he's undersized. He man six two. He's fine. Yeah. Like, dude, N'Kobe Dean's 5'10", running around there, knocking people in their ass. Like, yeah, JOK is just going to be just fine. And since you just ended it, let's just do a snake order. Go ahead, Zach, number three. Uh, Number three. So, in order for this team to make the playoffs, this guy's going to have to break out. So, I'm kind of forcing this guy to be a breakout candidate. I heard one person is not this team in the playoffs, but it is going to be a quarterback for the Niners, Trey Lance. He's going to have to break out. Uh, I think even if he isn't the best passer this year, just his running ability is going to allow him to be very successful in that offense. Kyle Shanahan is very good at finding different schemes to set up the run. And while I think Trey Lance does still have some learning curves in terms of throwing the ball, he's got some great receivers out there, especially receivers who can create after the catch. I think that, obviously, in order for my Niners prediction to be true, that I'm going to have him in the playoffs, kind of a spoiler, not really, but... I do think he's going to have to break out. I think he will have a good year in order for them to uh, go ahead and make the playoffs. I mean, that's a that's a great point for that team especially. And for me, it's like if that team propels, it's going to be because of Trey Lance. He's going to be the focal point. He's going to be that better Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy did his job. That was the problem. All he did was, you know, get his yards, get his maybe one or two touchdowns and no picks. Trey Lance is that guy that can go out there, if he's good enough, get that four-touchdown game and, like, propel them over, like, a team like the Rams. Because you're going to need a performance like that to beat a team like the Rams, for sure. I think there's I think, that guy. I think there's one big word for Trey Lance. Create. He's got to create plays. If that offense can create plays from a quarterback position, Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't creating plays. That man was underthrowing Debo Samuel by 15 yards, and the guy was taking it 80. Like, yeah. if Trey Lance can create plays for them, get the ball downfield accurately – they can be very good, but I don't think he's going to be. That's why they're not on my list. But we'll get to that later. My number three, my number three is a player we already mentioned. You already said he was going to be on mine, Gabriel Davis. So I'm not going to talk about him. Instead, I'm going to move my honorable mention into that spot. I have receiver from the L.A. Chargers, Josh Palmer. Ooh, interesting one. Okay. I think he's okay. taking that spot from Guyton. He's being amazing. He's been amazing in camp. Uh, he was also one of my late round draft picks in fantasy yet last night. Uh, Josh Palmer. Think about it. Top five offense. If he's taking that spot from Guyton, he could be the dink and dunk guy. He could yeah. be the guy. So uh, that could be a breakout player. He was there last year and basically had no role. This year he could be crazy. He's got all the intangibles too. He's got the speed. He's got the catching ability. He's got the route running. There's nothing weak to him. As, as long as Herbert gets him the ball, he sky's the limit for him. Yeah. I mean, that's a good pick too. I mean, for me though, my number three, you already said it. It's, it's Juju Smith. 
You know, yeah. that's th- this was my prediction with the MVP and Mahomes and everything like that is because this offense is going to be a focal point that no one can stop. It, that's going to include Juju Smith and Travis Kelsey. So that's why Juju's my number three. Pretty self-explanatory. You guys don't have any defensive guys at all? No defensive breakout guys. You guys said all offense, you know? I have one, but you're not going to like it. Javon <laughs> Holland, baby. Okay. I, I yeah. think he's going to be very good this year. He, are, he was already good. That's the thing. That's why I didn't have him on the list. But he's going to be very good. He is going to yeah. be very good. You want to add Nick Cross and that shit. I'm going to fucking put Javon Holland. <laughs> Javon Holland would be a stuff. Ooh, that was a nice catch in this game right now. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and move on to Coach of the Year. Let's just kind of go through this quickly because Coach of the Year, we're going to end up talking about playoff predictions Yeah. Uh, due to that. Because I'm guessing no one has a so, coach of the so year. Zach, just, Zach, just go with your three. Offer it. Yeah. So I got Todd Bowles that one. Sean McDermott mm-hmm. at two, and then it's down at three. Okay, I mean that's not that's not that bad. I mean, if you if you want to elaborate no, a little bit, or no, you bad. want to go straight into mine. Uh, well, these are going to be coaches of teams that are going to have good records. Yep. Yeah, just I go mean, ahead, Danny. That was that was bad. I don't care what you said. That was bad. My, mine is Sean McDermott at one, Todd Bowles at two, and Brandon Staley at three. I think those are three fire offenses of course and they're going to win a lot of games including the team like the chargers that they win that division somehow i don't see him doing it but if they end up winning that division i definitely see that head coach definitely winning that award because of that all right division of football so all right and here's my three and and, and the the reason the reason the reason why i hate this award (laughs) i always do that the reason why i hate this reward is dude stefanski got the shit yeah, like yeah. it's it's just the roster. Let's yeah. be honest. Whoever has the best roster and plays the best or makes the playoffs and shocks the world that year is getting that award. It means nothing. If that award meant something, Belichick would have it twenty times. Let's yeah. be honest. But my number one is Brandon Staley because that's yeah. what they look at is that record. I think the Chargers are going to blow up. My number two is Doug McDermott, Bills head coach. He's he's deserved it for a while now. Let's be honest. And my number three is Mike McDaniel. Fuck you guys. Okay. I don't care. If, and you know why I have him there? If the Dolphins make the playoffs, if the Dolphins make the playoffs, he's going to be looked at for the award. Brian Flores was looked at for the award when they had five wins because they're so bad. If they make the playoffs, they're they're going to look at McDaniel at least a little bit. All right, so let's just go ahead straight to our cloud predictions. Uh, let's start with the AFC. Why not? We all root uh, teams that play in the AFC, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's go ahead. And uh, my number one seed is going to be the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I think that's pretty consensus, most likely. Yeah. But, but I mean, uh, Buffalo Bills. That's why Sean McDermott is top two for me. He's going yeah. to be very good this year. The Buffalo Bills will be very good this year. Obviously, my MVP candidate was Josh Allen. So mm-hmm. that's already Josh Allen, number one seed in the AFC MVP. Uh, the Bills are the best all-around team in the NFL this year. They got a stacked defense, top five, maybe even better than top five. Top and, three. Yeah, top three probably. Yeah. Uh, overall, just an overall stacked team. They're going to win a lot of games, not the strongest division. And, I mean, I mean we're not going to go into necessarily record predictions, but they'll win probably 12-plus pretty – I'd be pretty yeah. confident. That. Unless Josh Allen gets hurt, they're probably a lock for that. Yeah. They, yeah, easily they, they, took, they took that defense they had last year and said, hey, let's take the money we find in our couches and give it to Von Miller. <laughs> like, how do you do that? Yeah, that doesn't make know. sense to me. They, and they added one of the best cornerbacks in the draft, Kyrie Elam. That they're just going to get better and better. It's so yeah. fucking scary. As a Dolphins fan, we finally got rid of the Patriots. Now we have the Bills. 
We used yeah. to bully the Bills. Now it's just it's just gonna be a, a cycle for the rest of my life. Uh, but yeah, I I had won Bills as well. My number one is actually uh, the Chiefs. It's <laughs> it's going back to having Patrick Mahomes go literally and stupid and showing why, in my opinion, he's the best quarterback in the league. And I feel like the Chiefs are gonna. He's going to dominate, and Travis Kelsey's going to dominate, and they're going to get that one seed. And then, of course, going right into the next one, it's the Bills at two for me. You probably guys have, like, Chiefs at two, you know, but for me, it's definitely Bills two. It's Chiefs one, Bills two for me. So. I don't think fans going to because he kind of already said he has a different team in that division. And I will say, by the way, that I went on playoff predictors to do mine, so I kind of went through each game and clicked mm-hmm. on this, right? So this isn't me. Uh, like writing down one, two, three, four. I actually went through game by game to come up with my predictions. You're a tryhard. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, because I don't know the team schedules, right? Schedules do mean a lot, especially when you're game apart. Uh, but my number two was the Chiefs. It was the Chiefs. I was a little surprised when I did it that I had the Chiefs coming out at the top. But, I mean, they had the best quarterback in football, one of the best head coaches of football. Uh, the offense, I mean, it's going to take a step back with Tyreek, but they also do have – more variety at receiver, which, I mean, sometimes could be better. Uh, they also do have a top receiver at Kelsey. I think the defense will be improved, not as great, but improved compared to last year. Reed now. They do have Justin Reed now. Uh, but I I think the Chiefs will be fine. I think they'll win a lot of races and games. There obviously are some concerns, but I think they'll be fine. Yeah, my number two is uh, another team in the division. We've already talked about it, LA Chargers. Um, it, it, it's We're waiting for them to make the playoffs. Yep. And usually, what I one thing I've noticed uh, st- statistically is there's a team that's always on the edge of the playoffs. It's always like them, and then they have that year where they're just the number one seed. And, oh, there they are. You know what I mean? Oh, there they are. They're going to be number. They're going to win the division. Base, I don't know where. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to they're going to win this division, I think, and they're going to be the two seed based off just record. Because first of all, if you're going to win that division, you're going to have to win 12, 13 games. You're going to. Like you're going to have to. Yep. That division is going to be insane. And, and since you guys already like did your you guys did your twos already, I'll go into three. Yeah, yeah, we both did. My course. number three is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they're going to win the AFC Ooh. North, in my opinion. Um, all around amazing team. They drafted amazingly. Uh, they might have to wait a year for half their draft picks, but the team's already ama- amazing. So uh, I have them winning a division. I've, I've already told you I felt about the Bengals. Uh, I don't have the Bengals making the playoffs. So uh, yeah, wow. Ravens. Ravens number three for me. So I'll, I'll just pick it back off that because I have the Ravens at three as well. Uh, the Ravens, they were the number one seed in the in the AFC last year in, into December. And then their entire team got injured, right? So this also piggybacks. in training camp, but yeah, it hurt even more in December. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Lamar got hurt in December, right? And that's the reason why, the other reason why I had him so high on my MVP list. Uh, but the Ravens, I mean, they, they are stacked. They got a great defense as long as they stay healthy. Uh, I still am concerned about the receivers, but who knows, Bateman, someone I heard was a breakout candidate. Maybe he could have a big year. Uh, I do, like I say, likely what I've seen from him preseason. I think that they are a team that likes a lot of tight ends. He could be used. J.K. Dobbins coming back could be big for that offense. So overall, I am a big fan of the Ravens. Uh, I'm actually pretty surprised, honestly, because I, the disrespect right now is real for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. One-year wonder, baby. One-year one year wonder. wonder. You name one player on their offense that's not better than a player on the Ravens' offense, please. And, oh, and no, besides I can't, Mark Andrews, all, I'm, all I'm saying, all I'm saying like, is Joe Burrow will never make a fucking Super Bowl again. You're crazy, dude. You to, dude, look at this yeah, offense. How do you say Jamar that? Chase, T. I'm saying Higgins, it. Watch, you won't. 
Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and then you have Joe Mixon with Joe Burrow. It clearly showed last year. It didn't matter what their own line looked like. And nothing changed this year. They still they gotten better and more chemistry, if anything. Their defense is still a good enough defense to make it, hence why they did. And all you're talking about is now the Ravens maybe getting J.K. Dobbins back, and that's why it's going to change everything. Like, come on now. I mean, their number one receiver stands nowhere close. Their number one receiver competes with a receiver three on the Bengals and Tyler Boyd. Like, that's the gap. That's the difference between Bengals up here and Ravens down here for me. All your your points are there, like, completely. But the one thing that I think is the difference, that Ravens defense is different. Oh, they are. It's it's not – Ravens defense up here, Bengals defense down yeah. here. You want to give you want to give me L. Jack, J.K. Dobbins, likely at the tight end two with Andrews and Bateman. Uh, we, they need another receiver. Let's not if, let's not. If make we a were in, if we were back in two thousand two, I would say you know defense wins championships. But this league is going in a different direction. It's like offense wins championships, and no matter how great that Ravens defense is, how the hell are you going to stop Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd with Joe Burrow throwing that ball? You'll and see. I just feel like the Ravens have. Their best players, Lamar Jackson, and guess what? They have Joe Burrow, who, in my opinion, is better than Lamar Jackson. I think he's shown it. I think he's fair. proved it enough to majority of people. So that's another reason. As a quarterback, yeah, that's completely fair yeah. to say. But I'm just saying, I really do believe that they're just gonna. That everybody's expecting so much for them, and I've seen it so many times. Like, holy shit, I can't wait to watch this team anymore. Like, they made a Super Bowl run, which yeah, was out of nowhere. Story is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I just feel like they're just gonna sh- completely. Sh- I'm not gonna. They're not gonna win five games. They're going to be on that playoff cusp, but I don't think they make it, to be completely honest. I, I do want to quickly say, because you said all – you just said they're just adding J.K. Dobbins. Lamar Jackson got hurt. Both their corners, Marcus Peters and, and uh, Marlon Humphrey, both got injured. They added Kyle Hamilton. They signed Marcus Williams. They made a Ronnie lot Stanley's of, back. No, but they, 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 they made a lot of moves. They made a lot of moves for the defense. I'm saying for the offense. Ronnie standard. Stanley's back. Lamar Jackson's back. J.K. Dobbins is back. Ronnie, you're saying Lamar Jackson's back like he got a season-ending injury. They, they were the number one seats they got hurt. Yeah, but I just – I can't – Shut they, the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm taking Joe Breezy, dog. I'm taking the guy with the shades right. pulling up in the leather jacket. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep this moving. Number four, man. I don't care. I know Zach's going to have the fucking Colts. It's the Tennessee Titans. They're going to win that division. Uh, I don't think they're going to have an amazing record, but they're going to they're gonna come in fourth. <laughs> I, you re, J, Danny, you realize I have to go with them at four because it's either them or the Colts. Yeah. I, so it, it's the Titans. I think the Colts end up not shit in the bed. I think they're on that going to be on that playoff cut, just like the Bengals, just like a lot of other teams. Uh, but I, I don't like them. I don't like them losing to the Colts. I think the Titans will not have a great record. I think they're going to have like 11 wins at most if they're lucky. But wins, I, they'll, yeah. they'll be they'll they'll win that division. Uh, I'm sorry. That's just plain disrespect, Zach, to you. I'm not that disrespectful, and I'm putting the Colts at four. It's no doubt that division sucks. No and doubt? No doubt. Not even a question. The Colts are winning that division without a doubt. There's not a team. The Titans got worse, in my opinion. They don't even know who their main quarterback's going to be. Right now, they're starting Ryan Tannehill. Week seven, they could be starting Malik Willis. You understand? Like there, There's levels to it. The Colts just got Matt Ryan, who I always clown, but he's a respectable quarterback enough, especially with a running back like Jonathan Taylor. And with an O-line like they have, you don't need that much at a quarterback position to go a, lot, a long way. Hence why they went somewhere with Carson Wentz, who's trash now. So They didn't I'm go sorry, anywhere. They, they went back to their fucking couch. See, they didn't go they, anywhere. They made a mistake. Mistake, they, they lost to the Jags at home. That was a fluke. That's not happening again this year. They're winning that division. They're making the playoffs. All, all I'm saying is what I noticed about the Titans and what I noticed about the Colts, what's the difference is they're not – Titans are very consistent. They don't lose to the Jaguars. They don't lose to the Texans. The Colts do. They the manage to lose those games. 
Uh, <laughs> they lost one. Yeah, they did lose one game. I just I know I hear Jonathan Taylor, and I'm just like, but you guys, you guys, say. you guys split season series, and the reason why they lost against the Texans, uh, that was the week that Henry got injured. He got injured Colts. Yeah, the week before he got injured, and Ryan Tannehill threw four interceptions. <laughs> so yeah. But no, you guys are just so inconsistent. I want to, like I love your roster. It's better than the Titans. I just I can't do it. You guys are so just wavy. I can't. So so I'm mean, have the Colts fourth, and I mean they were not even team last year. They got an upgraded QB and Matt Ryan. They I expect a big a big improvement with the receiving core because of that. The one thing I keep saying is the Colts last year were bottom three in yards had to catch last year a year after being top three in yards had to catch with Philip Rivers. It has to do with the accuracy from QB. And also, you go ahead and you go from Rocket Seed, who had a good year last year, to Stephon Gilmore, and you go from Alquadi Muhammad to Yannick Ngakwe on defense. Like, those are some major improvements on defense to go along with the QB upgrade. Uh, the O line, I mean, there is a little bit of question mark at the left tackle spot. Uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily say worse, it's more improving. I think it's improving because Eric Fisher was very bad in pass protection last year, but he also was a good run blocker. So, we have to wait and see on that. But overall, I think it's going to be a really good year uh, for the Colts. And there is going to be more consistency because you got a player like Matt Ryan at QB. You don't have a Carson Wentz who has some good highs, but his lows are lower than the, who, who knows what. It's very volatile. It's going to be a much more consistent group. Fair enough. I mean, I'm not hating on it. Uh, you want to just get number number five? Go ahead, Zach. All right, my number five, and I'm going to put in saves right now. My five through eight all had the same record when I did playoff predictors. So this is all based off tiebreakers. Uh, but my number five ended up being the Denver Broncos off the tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, I, I am high on the Broncos this year. They had a great defense last year, top five defense, that had a Ray Gregory to it. And now that offense is going to have uh, – now that defense, I mean, it's going to have an offense led by Russell Wilson compared to Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, that's a huge upgrade. I think that uh, Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy's going to have much better years this year because they have an upgrade like – uh, Russell Wilson, I think Javante Williams and Level Gordon both have big years. I think a offense that was bottom five in the league is going to push for a top ten. Maybe not get top ten, but push top ten offense and with a top five defense, at least points per game last year. That team is pretty much destined for playoffs as long as no injuries happen. I, I tell you what, and the only reason why I didn't have in the playoffs is just I, it was basically flip a coin. Pick three teams, and those are the three teams you're gonna get. And I've already ranked the Broncos as last division, so I'm not gonna go back on my word. My number five is the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's Danny's and your guys' top two pick. But one uh, one player, best quarterback in the league. One of the best head coaches in the league. That's yep. all you need. That's all you need. And that defense is still insane. They added they added Karloftis. They added uh, Justin Reed, even though they lost Tyron. They added McDuffie, who I think is severely underrated. Um, they're just going to get better. They're not going to get better, but they're going to they're going to they're going to be Kansas City still. Uh, I don't, they will I don't definitely. like that. You think they get better? Who? Maybe not better, they? but stat, like status quo almost. I mean, the tight, I mean, not tight. The Chiefs were like the two seed last year, right? Or three seed? Two or three, yeah. Two, yeah. I think, I, I think, I think they were the three seed, right? Bills were two seed, Titans were one seed. Oh, yeah. Titans were one seed, yeah. So they were the three seed, yeah. I mean, the the Chiefs have Jackson Mahomes, you know? So, like, that's another thing that goes on to. <laughs> like, that's the stud right there. Anyways, my number five is the Chargers, of course. I can't disrespect Justin Herbert. I love the guy. I love that offense, that defense. <laughs> right? So I think that's the obvious pick. I feel like 
for for the two and five spot, it's whoever you have winning that AFC West division, and then it's the right next. It's the next one right after that. It's it has to be like it's just it, at that point. I don't see Broncos being better than the Chargers or Chiefs. I just can't see it. I'm sorry. So I definitely have Chargers at five. Yeah, and did I go with your number five? Yeah, you did. You yeah, did. Yeah, number, yeah, you yeah, did Broncos yeah, yeah. at five. You said yeah. I, I everybody did. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah, we, all, we all went five. So, my my number six is the Broncos, though. So yeah, yeah we'll get into it. Go ahead, because oh ready. well, well, for number six is the Broncos. I feel like that it's that it, that division alone is just so stacked. This is the division that I feel like all four it's teams up. should make the playoffs. It's it's ridiculous. But if there was a team that I have to say right now, looking at rosters and all, I think it's Raiders that are the worst in that division. Hence why they're not going to make it. So and it's so crazy because they just added Devontae Adams, and it's like, wait, how do you add a talent like that and you're not making the playoffs? It's because that division is just insane. So. Got Broncos. Well, since he touched on it, my number six, Las Vegas Raiders. I disagree with you. Mm. A team that made the playoffs last year and added the best receiver in football is making the playoffs. I don't care, especially with the one that has connection with Derek Carr like that already. Like it, it's, they're making the playoffs. Broncos will come last in the division. I don't care. I know Russell mm. Wilson is amazing. I know he is, and I'm not. Let me tell you this. I am so excited for Monday Night Football Week One. Oh Seahawks yeah, versus Broncos. Oh, it's gonna blow out. It's, it's going to be a blow, blow. I don't care. I just want to see Russ come out of that tunnel with an orange jersey, hyping up the <laughs> crowd, going for 450 yards on on uh, Sidney Jones. Yeah. So <laughs> I have the Las Vegas Raiders at six. I think they just got better. Uh, they're a very safe team. They added an offensive coordinator as a head coach. It only help. And their defense is already solid. They have Max Crosby and added Chandler Jones on the other edge. So I, I just feel like you can't go wrong. I feel like the Raiders are kind of a lock to make it as one of those uh, flex seeds. Not a lock. Uh, my number six is the defending AFC champions, uh, the Bengals. Uh, they were the second team in the tiebreaker. And, I mean, they got uh, – I've said this before. I think the Bengals will be the number one offense in the NFL this year. I believe they will. They got the firepower. They got everything. And the defense – I think defense is good, about average, maybe in the 10 to 15 range uh, top, in top defenses in the NFL. Um and I think that they will continue some of the success they had last year. Now, uh, now their head coaching situation is a bit iffy. That's why I could see them maybe taking a step back this year. But overall, I like the Bengals, and it's going to be hard to compete with that offense. Yeah, they have to be. They have to be in your playoff spots, in my opinion. If you don't have them in the playoffs, at least it's disrespectful. I'll tell you what, I'll look like a genius if they don't, though. No. Or you look dumb because they make it. <laughs> because they make it. <laughs> they, they, they take the first seat. I'm just sitting there like this. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What's your six, Danny? I'm guessing it's the Bengals. No, my six Here is me. the Broncos. We already went through our sixes. Oh, you, had, yeah. you got to name your six. Okay. Yeah, what's your six? Well, you said my, Raiders. Yeah, Ra- 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 Raiders. his is Raiders. Mine's is Broncos. Okay, so my, my, number, yeah, my number seven, it's the Ravens. You know, I know talking smack about them earlier on in the Bengals. I just think they're not better than the Bengals, but I definitely see them as the playoff team for sure. You know, with a guy like Lamar and Mark Andrews, I think that's enough to get themselves into the playoffs. And I feel like that defense is enough to get them into the playoffs for sure. So, All right. Well, I'm going to go right to my number seven. And, yes, whatever. It's biased. Miami Dolphins. I don't care. Okay. Colts ain't making it. Broncos ain't making it. I'm biased. Yeah. Okay. Don't get up and walk. That's that's not necessary. He's gonna. Uh, he, he's acting no, like they're not in the race. Like, no, yeah, we're in the. We are in the race. Ass bed. Look at As a Dolphins fan, I'll say we are in. We are we're in the race. race. I'm not. Like, don't sure. get me wrong. If, if, if there was money on the line, I probably wouldn't. Play. But no, yeah. Miami Dolphins. Gotta believe it, man. They're in the race. Of course, I'm gonna go for my team. I'm gonna be biased. 
you gotta have a little change to it, you know. Yeah. Colts ain't yeah, making the playoffs. Being... We know that. No, yeah, Bengals, they are. I was Bengals and Broncos, Bengals, Bengals, Broncos, Dolphins. I think are the ones gonna be on those flex spots. That like that seven seeds fight. Yeah. And I think I think I, I don't think, but I hope <laughs> Dolphins come and get that seven seed. Let me watch us play the Bills and get schmacked, please. Yeah. What's your number seven, Zach? I mean, it's obvious. They haven't been named yet. Uh, they just had the bad luck of the tiebreaker. It is the Chargers. They had the bad luck of the tiebreaker. Um, and they actually, the team that did miss it, had this team also had 11 wins. They just had the bad luck of the tiebreakers. The Raiders were just out of it. But the Chargers, I mean, you guys already mentioned it. Justin Herbert is a monster. Defense should be improved. I still have a little bit of concern in their run game, both off- offensively and defensively. But at the same time, I mean, they're going to be able to stop the pass. They're going to be able to throw the ball. And that's pretty important in this league. So they will be good. They will get into the playoffs. And, yeah, I mean, they are very stacked. Yep. So let's just get right into number the NFC. Let's get this shit. Uh, number one, I feel like it should be number one for everybody, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The NFC is yes. terrible. NFC is terrible. They should run through stuff. Don't get me wrong. There's Rams. I know. But okay. they're going to run through stuff. And the Rams are – we'll talk about them. But my Buccaneers, their schedule is so cake. They play the Panthers twice a year. They play the Saints twice a year, which they'll lose one of those. And then they play the Falcons twice a year. And then who do they play? Like another NFC division, the Giants, the Washington Commanders. Like they're going to go through these teams. The, the Buccaneers will come first in, that, in, in the NFC number two. Question. So I got Buccaneers first also. But can the Bucs be the first in the NFC and Todd Bowles not be a top three deep coach of the year candidate like you didn't have him? Like yeah, Todd Bowles is the first. Three. It's a first – but he's no. a first-year head coach first who head has coach come off bad years with the Jets. Like, I think that that's the story. That's why I had him winning it. Yeah, but there's no story, story there. You know he's not a good it head is. coach. He's going into a team that has a Pro Bowl roster. I'm so sick of that shit. I'm so sick of it. Like, Staley, yeah. I put Staley one because, yeah, it's that same story. But he's he has never been a head coach before. That's him. Like, Todd Bowles has been a head coach, yeah, and he's sucked yeah. so bad. Who was he a head coach for, though? Jets. Yeah, it's the Jets. Jets. He was like, he was at the fail. If I'm he was at the fail, but he was ba- like he didn't do anything to change it. He didn't do anything. They didn't move up. Brian Flores moved the yeah, team up. The defense both was good. teams. Like yeah, the defense was good. You got the a guy in good. Jamal what, how many games did they hero? win? No, dude. I'm sorry, Todd Bowles. I don't care, dude. It, it, sure. It's the roster. You have Tom Brady. He's the coach. Coach of the year, Tom Brady. Boom. This is oh yeah. All right. I mean, I, I, for my number one, it's it's the Rams. Okay. Right, you, you did lose Von Miller, but let's let's get something straight here. They have three players that are the best at their positions. You have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Cooper Cup. Those are three players that are the best at their, their at their positions as of right now. You can talk about hypotheticals and what you want. Cooper Cup was single handedly the best receiver performing last year, no doubt. So you have to keep yes. that. Yeah, you have to keep him at that elevation until someone else takes over for him. But regardless, if you want to argue Cup, okay, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are the best at their no positions. Doubt. No no questions asked. Nope. It's not even close. And their offense is they, – they have a problem running back. Don't get me wrong. They do have a problem there. They but don't. Like, as long as they can stay healthy, they have if two they can very stay healthy, ones. that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's the problem they have. They have to keep these guys healthy somehow. They got to be able to step on the field and actually play a full season. So, but All right, well, I'm just, just, just going to get right into my number two, Rams. It's very obvious. Same. Uh all right, we all, we'll all have Rams, Rams, Bucks. It's very obvious those teams are going to take over that. That they've already done it, but they're going to continue to do it. Those teams are it, NFC is just so bad. Like it seems like any good NFC player that was on like a random team. Uh, you want to go to the AFC? Sure. Yeah, no, right over, dude. Over dude, it's so annoying. But 
yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt. Unless Aaron the, Rodgers pulls another one out of his ass, it should be those two. Yeah, the one concern with the Rams is Stafford's elbow thing. Like, that, that is just a concern, especially for the long haul. I mean, either way, a Sean McVay offense. I mean, who's their backup QB? I'm pretty sure uh, Van knows him pretty well. Perkins, right? It's backup QB. Uh, <laughs> make sure you guys go ahead and check He's out. He's not the, the backup quarterback. You're lying. I thought he was, but um, oh. but if you guys know what I'm talking about, make sure you guys go ahead and uh, check the TikTok out of the Bobby Pod. Uh, but yeah, unless the, uh, he's injured, they should definitely be a top two, at least top three seed. Should be top two seed, even with with injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's just get to number three. Go ahead, Zach. Packers. I mean, they got uh, one of the best QBs in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, lost Devontae Adams, but I mean. You got one of the best QBs. You have one of the best running back duos and a great defense. Oh, so, Danny didn't. Danny didn't say his two. I did. I thought, it was the Bucks. I thought did. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, he he might have said that so amongst fun, yeah. all the screaming. All right. So three Packers. Danny, do you have three Packers as well? No, I do not. Oh, Ooh. I have three I, Packers. So you, you can do? speak for me, Zach. I have three Packers. It's just it's not even. I know Aaron Rodgers has quote unquote no weapons, but that defense. <laughs> That defense is a fucking problem. Savage, Amos, uh, Stokes on the other side, Russell Douglas in the slot. They added uh, Quay Walker, They Devontae Wyatt next to Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary. Devondre Campbell, one of the best middle linebackers in the game. Rashawn Gary, who was broke out. Preston Smith, who took a pay cut. That, that defense, Quay Walker at middle linebacker. It's going to be a problem. Like, yeah. it's a problem. It, it, it's it's not talked about once once – Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker get uh, snaps under them. They're gonna be yeah. oh, we're, 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 this defense is amazing. It is. They're, they're a great team. Don't get me wrong, but oh, I, you're, gonna, you're gonna put the fucking Cowboys. I'm gonna put the no. Vikings at number three. I have the Vikings oh. at three. Yes. Let me get this. Let me make you understand the situation here. Vikings last year, I believe they were 12 games that were decided within one score, and out of 12 of those games, they lost eight of them. That's not happening again. That's a phenomenon. That 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 doesn't happen every year. That's it's a whole new that, system. It's probably not going to happen. A, if they lose, they're going to lose by thirty. That the, no, but here's the thing though. That's a whole <laughs> new system. They have a be, they have a better offensive coordinator as their head coach now. That just came from the Rams, who Cooper Cup just blew up for. Correct. Let, let's make it very clear. Don't be wrong. I'm high on O'Connell too. I love the Vikings, but Sean it's McVay. Sean McVay. Oh, Sean McVay. <laughs> but he had he had inside information and insider plays on what Sean McVay yes. did. Hence why yeah. we're all sitting here and hyping up J. Jeff. What what do you think the biggest upgrade for J. Jeff was? That coach. You know why? Because he's more of a pass pass minded or pass heavy coach. It's not even it's so, not even that. They didn't even need more pass heavy. But they're gonna use Justin Jefferson fucking everywhere. Oh yeah, they're gonna put him everywhere now. And you yeah. can already see him in training. Hand them all. Yeah, he's on the handoff for running back now. It's ridiculous. So that's why I see this team winning this division. I feel like they're going to start taking over now. Aaron Rodgers, let's not forget, their defense is great. That man just lost to Devontae Adams. They're trying to find a receiver one, let alone get one. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they, right I here. feel like there's there's two. Oh, yeah, you're right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's two levels to it right now. I just feel like the Vikings are on an uprise. You know, their defense is subpar at best. They do have Eric Kendricks, though. He's a solidified linebacker. He showed himself throughout the year. Daniel Hunter's back. Daniel Hunter is another one. Yeah, he could win comeback player of the year too. That's a good point. But like I said, I just feel like the loss for Aaron Rodgers is going to be greater than the gain and the progression that this Vikings offense has made. So. Yeah, and Patrick Peterson went on Instagram Live and announced this shit like he's LeBron, but he's not. (laughs) So, all right, I'll get right into my number four. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. We've already talked about the visions. We had the same one through four. Hey, man, I have a camera in the room. But uh, (laughs) Philadelphia Eagles, man, they're better than the Cowboys roster-wise. I like Nick Sirianni. Uh, Eagles have no reason not to flourish, uh, and they're going to win that division. I don't think. Let's be honest. 
whoever wins nine games is making the playoffs. But, yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah it's just always so bad. But I have the Eagles at number four. And so does Zach. So, Zach, you want to touch on it? Yeah, I mean, the Eagles, I mean, they are a very good team. Like, the only real main question mark with that team really is how good Jalen Hurts be. Now, I'm not someone who's like Jalen Hurts, but from what I'm hearing in training camp, I'm starting to buy into it. I just got to see on the field before I can fully buy into it. But if he can be a potential, like, even just top 15 QB, like the Eagles have a roster that can really push for somewhat of a contending spot. I mean, the defense is very stacked. He has the receivers now. Like, the receivers ain't a question long say are healthy. The run game, I mean, with Hurts' legs, the run game will be good. I mean, they're the number one run team, rush, rushing team in the NFL last year. I mean, that team has a lot of potential if they get the right QB. It hurts it. Who knows? Uh, but he's a guy you want to root for and a guy you know will put in the work. So let's go ahead and see what happens. But, I don't but, have dude, four. but dude, the reason why I had them at four, dude, is that they added, think about defense, they had Jordan Davis, Jordan Kobe Davis. Dean, Hassan Reddick. Yep. Like, that's a good team, man. That's James Bradbury. Darius, and they have Darius James Bradbury. I forgot about James, James Bradbury. James Bradbury, and they have Darius Slay. They've they been yeah. had Darius Slay. Who's getting no, but I'm saying, by like, every kill? But never mind. Yeah, yeah. So, who's your number four? Of course, it's the Eagles. I mean, okay. I, they're winning that division. It's I don't, yes, I'm tired yeah. of the Cowboys hype. I'm not trying to hear it. <laughs> this <laughs> is our year. Yeah. America's team. No. <laughs> Jimmy, also, that was 1985 when they were America's team. Also, the Cowboys can't win it this year, right? It's always a new team that wins the division every year for the past, like, however many years. For, like, so, 30 years, I thought. No? Yes, something like that. It's been, like, I don't know it's that long, but there's been a new team. Here comes Carson Wentz. <laughs> oh, God. Is that Troy Aikman out there? <laughs> Daniel Jones. It's about to have a have a crazy year this year, yeah, but like uh, but no, the, the Eagles <laughs> should win it. They should. Yeah. Right, let's get into number five. I have the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Yeah, I don't think the Niners are making it, and and the reason why it's not their oh, defense. Yeah. It's not their defense. Hey, hey, let me tell you this. It can't be their defense. <laughs> it, it can't be their defense. Trey Lance? Question mark. If he hits, they'll make the playoffs. Obviously, if he doesn't, that could be a very bad team. And they lost one of their their run game guys, and Mike McDaniel. We talked about all this. We're not talking about them right now. We're talking about the fucking Cardinals. God damn it, man. Cardinals. They have the same team as last year. They're running it back. Cliff Kingsbury is very good in the first half of the season, and then he falls asleep in the second half of the season. He knows that now. He needs to keep it on his mind. He needs to keep winning those football games. They lose a game, and they get demoralized. They'll win the first six every, every, every year, and then they lose the one game, and they're like, oh, fuck, maybe we're not good enough. They need to keep their head on that shit. They'll make the playoffs. They're a playoff team. They have the roster as a playoff team. You just said they're running it back, but they now lose arguably their best defensive player and arguably the best nah. offensive players out for half the year. He's out for six games, homeboy. Six and then games. they added Hollywood they, Brown. They, they had they Hollywood Brown, but they lost, they lost Christian Kirk, who is uh, paid like a top five receiver. But um, but at the end of the day, they lost Chandler Jones. That pass rush is not great. J.J. Watts not what he used to be. Uh, the, there's a lot of question marks on that team for me. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he can still be productive, but he's still be very good if you put him on fucking hard knocks. Yeah. <laughs> now, who, who's your number five? It's uh, my number five is the Packers. Of course, if I had the Vikings winning the division, I have to have the next best team there. Definitely the Packers. They obviously are in the argument for winning the division. I just had the Vikings winning it, and then of course it's going to be Packers. Now, if Packers win that division, I'd still have Vikings at five. I think Vikings are better than both the Niners and Cardinals. Cardinals falls and the Niners falls and all that. So, you're adding a syllable in there, but let's get. What do you yeah. have? Who do you have at five, Zach? I have the Niners. The Niners. I, it doesn't matter who's at QB. They're going to be a good team, and they're going to win a lot of playoff games. Especially since they're in the NFC, there's a lot of free wins there. So. 
I think the Niners will get the top wild card spot. Great defense, arguably top five, you could say. Definitely top ten defense. Yeah. Just and I mean they could have an offense similar to what the Eagles had last year, right? If Dude, Trey Lance, top, but think about it though, they're a top five defense or top ten defense, and they don't have a fucking corner on the roster. Yeah. They don't have one. Verrett's yeah. on, on on pup already. He's missing the first four games. Yeah, Always hurt. Ward. <laughs> Ward's been playing a bit of corner though. Ward got hurt. Yeah, yeah. What are they getting hurt? Various Ward got, got hurt. hurt. Yeah. Oh, I was talking Jimmy Ward. I've Jimmy, seen him play a little bit. Top one hundred, Jimmy Ward. That's ridiculous. By the way, he's a safety. Yeah, I'm talking about corner. Yeah. I know he's a safety, but he has played corner for them. Yeah, he because they have nobody there. Yeah, but I'm saying like he's they they got some difference makers in that secondary. And I feel like they signed someone I can't think of top of my head. Um, they signed Shadarius Ward. I know they signed Shadarius Ward, but I feel like someone else. But anyways, I mean the front seven is stacked, uh, absolutely stacked. The O line is stacked. The receiving core is stacked. They got a deep running back room. Elijah Mitchell and see if he can. What what's not stacked? They got Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. It's a pretty good. Oh, you said receiving core. Okay, I thought you were talking about receiver group. Like they, the wide receivers, they're not stacked. They have Brandon Ayuk, who they don't throw to, and then they have uh, Danny Danny Gray. I love Danny Gray, but um, but yeah, the Niners. I expect some big things from them. I think I expect a lot of creativity from that team. All right, let's fun. let's just get to number six. Go ahead, Zach. Uh, my number six is the Northern Saints. I really like the Saints this year. The one main concern, well, two main concerns with the Saints is a. Will Kamara get suspended? Uh, we'll see. I don't think that's right. I, I think it will. Uh, but the other concern is that Sean Payton's not there anymore. They do have a new head coach there. So Sean Payton was the offensive mastermind there. They now have a defensive mind head coach. How's the offense going to run? Last year, before James got hurt, I want to say they were like 5-2 and two or something like that. Like, they were playing good. James wasn't doing nothing crazy statistically, but they were a very good football team. Obviously, once you add the taste of the hills and uh, – Ian books and all they obviously fell apart on offense, but the team was very functional with Jameis last year. Obviously, that receiving group went from Marcus Callaway's best receiver to Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry with Kamara in the backfield. So that and also a, a stacked defense, absolutely amazing, amazing, defense. amazing. Uh, they, Daniel Sorison, they they will be a playoff team uh, if, unless injuries happen. Let me just say my number six. New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I agree with you. They're going to be an amazing team. Like, uh, I don't think it matters if Kamara's there. I think, of course, it would help, but I, that's why I didn't even care. Like, I think the Saints, just their defense alone can make them in the playoffs. And the, yeah. the fact that they added wide receivers to help Jameis, they replaced Teron Armstead with a guy I like a lot too, uh, the bully. And uh, they're just going to be a very good team. Uh, yeah, so I have them at six as well. Okay. You two got them at six. My number six is 49ers. Again, okay. Capitalizing on what you guys were talking about, their front seven's insane on their defense, you know, and then their offense speaks for itself. They're able to get Debo involved. It's something that not a lot of teams can do with multi, with with their uh, teammates and stuff and players. But Debo Samuel is a natural talent. Kittle is a top tight end when fully healthy, best blocking tight end in the league, you know. So that, that both sides of the ball are just fantastic. You did lose uh, one of your great things, Mike McDaniel's, but I feel like they're gonna keep that. They're gonna keep that core and continue from there. So. There you go. And and just go straight into your number seven. Let's wrap it up. Uh, my number seven is the Saints. 
like you guys were talking about, the defense is good enough to bring them into the playoffs themselves. I was thinking about Cardinals, but then this the whole suspension with D-Hop does matter. And, you know, that, that team, like you said, first half of the season, they seem fantastic. Kyler's front runner for the MVP in the race winning it. And all of a sudden, they just hit a wall and they just drop off. And I feel like that's just too too much of a consistent thing that's happened for me to trust them. So I gotta say the Saints. I feel you on that. And uh, I'll just I'll name my number seven because it's a team that's always seen been named Minnesota Vikings. I see the same thing as you see. I think they're gonna make the I think they're gonna make the playoffs right on the brisk of it. They're gonna make it. O'Connor's gonna help them for sure. Cousins is already a top twelve quarterback. Hope maybe with O'Connell he could he could take those picks a little bit down, be more efficient, and. Uh, He's very efficient already. That's yeah. just a misunderstood statement. But yeah, everybody, everybody calls him inconsistent. But Minnesota Vikings have everything they need to. And like you said, defense doesn't win Super Bowls anymore. Offense nope. does. Yep. They have no, the offense. It blows offense. my mind that Mac Jones is ranked higher than Kirk Cousins. It, it, it doesn't. It blows my <laughs> mind. It, it, I don't it, it understand. Blows it. it blows my mind. Mac Jones was ranked. Yeah, I don't, just ranked above. Ranked. He was just ranked. Yeah. Oh, on the top one hundred. Yeah, the fucking. Yeah, yeah it's no, crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah Trayvon Diggs at twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> but my number seven was also the Vikings. The Vikings could definitely be higher. Um, the one thing is their secondary. They added some pieces. I gotta see how they perform. Pat Pete's back now. So Harrison Smith. They drafted a uh, sign from uh, from Seen. Georgia. Lewisine from Georgia, and they also drafted uh, the Clemson cornerback Andrew Booth. I think he is hurt. And they still have Dan. You said? They still have Cam Danzler. Yeah, so, I mean, the secondary was awful last year. I got to see how they look. Daniel Hunter being back, hopefully he is fully healthy. You see he's an absolute beast when healthy, but it's been like two years for him, it seems yep. like. So, some question marks in that defense. Kirk Cousins is a really good quarterback, but he's not a quarterback that I'm comfortable winning me a game necessarily. Like, he's, like he's, he's better than a game manager for sure. But in, if this is more of a playoff talk, regular season wise, they'll be fine. They'll win games. They'll make the playoffs. I don't know. Like once against the playoffs, he's going to be the guy that's going to win you the, a big game. But overall, the Vikings they got talent, and I mean, who, who else are the teams? The Cowboys that could be there. The Cardinals. I'm not really happy with those teams this year. My my uh, teams that were just out of it were Cowboys, Niners, and it's kind of the same thing with everybody. It, it's it's there's there's nine teams that have a chance. It feels like at least, and. The rest of the teams are just dog shit waiting for their draft pick. It just feels like that Seahawks, uh, Falcons, Panthers. It just feels like they're kind of just waiting for the draft already. It kind of sucks. Yeah. All right. So one last thing before we go. Oh, no. Who is going to be your Super Bowl matchups and champion? Mm. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and start with Dan. He looks like he's ready to say. It's Chiefs Rams all day. And I think the Rams repeat. I think every besides, I know they lost Von Miller, but I just feel like they're going to repeat. They have the energy still. Jalen Ramsey still seems hungry more than ever, hence why he's such a great corner. Cooper Cup still, for some reason, has something to prove to everybody that he is the best receiver in the league. And just no one, like I I watched a video where like guys like Keenan Allen ranking their top fives and they're having Cup barely fifth. And it's like, what's going on here, man? The man, like, come on now. Like put some respect on his name. He's gonna put it. He's gonna go out there again this year. He's gonna show what kind of a monster he is, and people are gonna respect him. And I feel like the Rams are gonna go all the way and win it. All right, Ben, you go. I'm gonna be very boring. Both of my one seeds. It's gonna be a Brady versus Josh Allen Super Bowl. Mm. Which I don't get me wrong. It's boring. You're getting the one seeds, but man, would I love to see that. Yeah. Man, would I love to see Tom Brady that taking that, taking out another youngin. 
That would I would love good. to see that. But I oh man, it sucks talking about the Bills, dude. But who's the champion? Who's the champion? The Buffalo Bills. Ooh. I'm happy you said that. The goat gets the, taken down. Yep. I have the exact same Super Bowl matchup. It's boring, but they're my two one seeds. Yep. They're my two one seeds for my five because I probably think they're probably the best two teams in each conference. Uh so you have the Bills. I'm going with the Bucks, not just to be different, but I'm seeing this as a last ride for Tom Brady. He will actually retire after this year. He's gonna go off in the sunset with the Super Bowl win number eight, which <laughs> would be absurd, but he's going to go off with number eight, actually retire, and the rest of the NFL have a chance to win some Super Bowls. Yep, man. Bro, I'm telling you, I'm so excited. Football season two weeks away, baby. Yeah. A week and a half, we got fan- um, the main league fantasy draft. Bro, I'm so hyped. So hyped. Let's get into it, man. And then this was a longer episode than usual. So, yeah. Uh, they definitely won't be this long, but we had a lot to talk about. We, we uh, A lot of stuff happened this week. Uh, and we had to get all that out of the way. So this is a longer episode than usual. But, man, I am so excited. So man, excited. I have so not been this everything. excited for a football season in a while. Yeah. yeah. And just want to bring up real quick, earlier in the show, we had somebody say this Danny kid is valid. Uh, so maybe we'll go ahead and see him around some more because people Appreciate think he's valid. Yeah. But that will do it for this episode. If you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure you guys go ahead and like and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you guys are listening to it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Make sure you guys go ahead and leave a five-star rating and follow the podcast. And with that, hope you guys enjoyed, and we will catch you guys next week. See ya. And see ya. And see ya. <laughs> <laughs>